We're still dropping frames, bro. Like more? No, but relatively the same. I mean, I think it might be a little bit better, but... I don't know what it is. It be what it be. Long story short, it is what it is. All right, now we are five people deep in the studio. Ready to break? Right now. Lord, thank you so much that you give us this opportunity that we can sit down and make videos and have a platform uh, to tell our story, the work that you've done in us, Lord. I ask that you bless this, that you join us uh, as we as we try to reach people, uh, open our hearts and minds to what you're speaking through us take our ideas and our perspectives out of this and make this all about you uh, thank you so much lord for everything that's happening um in jesus name amen amen did you hit it am i supposed to start clapping now not now you ready <laughs> are you ready ready when you want are you gonna start clapping <laughs> yeah for the whole part with the um so when we were growing up because we're both ancient is you know emily would like to remind us uh they were recording in front of live studio audiences mm -hmm. that is what we are doing here today that's true we got we got a studio packed full i got I got my wife we got brent's girl jordan and my son is in the house justin's in the house shout out to to justin in the house you know what i like about since you've been married and it has been a long time you how long have you been married now because you guys are celebrating you you guys do the anniversary every month right um it was three months yesterday three month anniversary boom did you get her chocolates i did not oh have you asked her to be your valentine i haven't she's told me no twice well, because she's your wife. Um, but I do like how you, you do this thing. It's like, um, you know, I still rent. I've never got a mortgage. But I got friends that buy their houses. And uh, the first year that they own a house, they say it all the time. My house, my mortgage, my house, my mortgage. Oh, I got to get. That's what I say, my wife. I got to pay my taxes, property tax. You do the same thing. My wife. That's your girl. That's my wife. <laughs> Um, oh, I, mean, I don't know what you want me to call. So we, so <laughs> I'll call her your Jordan. How's so that? have you ever prayed for the offering <laughs> at a church? Never anywhere. So I've been asked. I've been asked to pray for the offering one time, mm -hmm. um, which is the offering is uh, a tough thing to pray for because people tune you out. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> man. Money, money seems to be a weird money. thing yeah. to talk they, about. They you if you, you know, I know this. If, if some churches you go to, um, I went to the Church of the Apostles. Mm -hmm. And it's a mega, I mean, it's not a mega church, so to speak, of the yeah. people that attend, but the church is like a cathedral. It's a yeah. beautiful church. I don't want to and I think people think, yeah, and I think people think that churches are all about money, right? It's, yeah. It's the right. idea. I mean, that's the, yeah. So you're in church and you start asking for money, now you're part of the problem. Yeah, now, now you've like proved them right. Yeah. Or, you know, ever, you know, if you ever try this, if you have a Bible study that's, you know, five or six people, or you have maybe a worship night that's 30 people, bring up tithing in the middle of it and watch your next week numbers just dwindle <laughs> because you asked for money. No, it, it, you know, praying for the tithe is a challenge. It's a big challenge. Um, I think, honestly, in my Christian walk, I'd rather lay hands on sick people than ask yeah. Christians to, um, to uh, help with money or 
any other kind of labor. It's, it's American not a, Christians just really hate work. American Christians just really hate work. But I've been asked. Whoa, my bad. No worries. Sorry, I'm not upset. I'm getting this up and running on my phone. Um, yeah. So and it's funny to listen to like different pastors when they do the money thing because like some some make a joke about it because they know like exactly what we're saying. Yeah. And then some are super serious about it and super like solemn about it and whatever, whatever. And I. I like to make a joke about it part. I like to do it that how way. How would you, like, like, okay, before we go into, I don't into, know how I do it. I, I have a story to tell about praying for the, the thing, but I want to see how you would do it. I, man, I have no idea. Don't put me on the spot on this, because I don't, I don't know. So, so at, hey, man, the church needs stuff. I, um, I was a member at. really appreciate it if you would help us out. <laughs> North Point, Buckhead City, Watermark, and then Woodstock City. Yeah. Over like a three or four year period, I was a member there. Jordan was a member there for a two-year period with her family, but only at Woodstock City, I believe. Maybe Watermark, maybe not. But this is a mega church. Yeah. Okay. The North Point is huge. Most likely, you've heard of it. As what, North Point has what, like four campuses? Yeah, it's, it's massive. It's all over. The, yeah. He's all over. I mean, he's all over the place, and everybody knows who he is. So, um, and what I remember, they never passed the basket. In that no, place. I've never. Ah. She seems no. to remember a basket being passed. I don't think there was a Never. basket. I feel like there was a... No no usher walked down the aisle to collect money from you. But I do remember I what do they did. I think they did at North Point. I think they did because I I think at one point I put something in it. I, I'm almost positive. I, no, no. Nobody ever walked up front at North Point and put money in buckets. I that didn't happen. People walking this is what they did. I don't know, man. I'm, Before I'm the... You remember how the worship was? When you would come in, there'd be secular worship, and then they'd take a break. It wasn't worship at all. It was like secular songs that they would play that were hits mm -hmm. on, like pop hits. Yeah. And then they'd take a break, and then they'd play real worship. During that break, they, they would tell you how you could support all these different things. I don't know, man. I, like I said, I don't remember. That was so long ago that I went to North Point. Hey, Amy, bam. So I, I got to tell you, so we have Josh's son is in um, the studio. You're not going to see him. So I don't, he just he just saluted, but he, you're not going to see He's that. Not gonna okay. see that. Okay. So just it imagine I, 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 I if promise you can, it uh, a 20-some, you know, uh, um, pre-adult, post-teenager pre saluted you. Is that pre-adult, post-teenager? I, I, I just made that pre -adult, up. Pre-adult, pre You just literally, it's unceasing. literally made that it's word unceasing. up tonight, today, that up. On, yeah. on live podcasts. Okay. But um, you know, he's got the the long hair cut. You know, you know, yeah. And and he just saluted you. But he's here. Um, we we used to go live with no one. How many weeks did we go live and no one would tune in? No. Do you <laughs> we have Amy. Amy. We have four. Well, well, I don't know how many's you. One's you. Well, I mean, probably Emily. Well, that I mean, would trick me, okay? Justin, Emily would get on. I'd be like, "Oh, we have one." And it was Emily. Yeah, I mean his his grandmother hey. his his grandmother has watched us pretty much from the beginning. Okay. Um, every week, uh, she'll tune in for at least a little bit. Yeah, there she is, right there. Yeah, there she is. Um, Eliza, is that what you call her, Justin? Gigi. Yeah. Hello, Gigi. She um. Justin is in the studio. Yeah, he is. He's if like, I do this long enough, a little thumb bubble pops up. I don't yeah. know why. That's amazing. But okay. um, so anyways, go ahead with the the offering. How would you uh, how would you no receive? It? Well, how would you come out to your congregation? Imagine if you will, five members, you know, four members. Like one would being I pass out a bucket? Would I put just or three thousand? How would you open up and ask for the money, the tithe, <laughs> like, the offer? Uh, that is the part that we all love. Like <laughs> I think that's how I would open it. This is the part that we all every love. every yeah. Sunday you would say, okay, now the hard part we no, gotta no. pay bills. <laughs> right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I mean, maybe not the same exact, but yeah, I I would try to make a, I would try to make it lighthearted, at least a little bit. 
So and I, then I would probably and then delve into whatever scripture I wanted to go into or whatever. So I, Pastor Tammy um, invited me to pray one time over mm-hmm. it because I got up there and said, I, this is how I opened up, Justin. I said, if you're not going to give with a joyful heart, don't give it all. Oh, and then I bowed my head and I prayed. And it, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't think Tammy like fired me for uh, that, but that's what you did. So I, I, I bring all this up because the other Sunday, I think last last Sunday, um, this this uh, older gentleman was asked to pray over our offering, hmm. and he gets the microphone and he comes up and he says, "I got a small testimony before I pray for the offering. I believe that God." takes us each through experiences so that we can extend these experiences to other people. Oh, come on. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about tonight. That's what we're talking about tonight. We're not talking about money tonight. I know it feels like we're talking about money tonight. We're not. We're talking about extending our experiences Although we do need support, but that's a different topic. So he says, God takes us through experiences so we can extend it to other people. And he says, I am debt free. Huh. And he stands there boldly. I announce debt free. And then he says, give your tithe because the church should be debt free. And then he bowed his head and he started praying. And I I turned to the the couple behind me and I said, I've never been able to stand up in front of a room and say, I tithe and I'm debt free. And we giggled and I turned back around and then I thought, but well, I, I do tithe though. I'm just not debt free. Yeah. <laughs> like, I went turn back around. I was like, I do tithe. I'm just not debt free. <laughs> but no, it was it was a bold, really cool way. See, to I mentioned open up. I mentioned money one time, and we lost a viewer. Two. <laughs> Probably happened. one was your wife. <laughs> but um. So um, no, it's not about money. Like, you want to? What do you want to say? I want to say hit that intro. <laughs> That's exactly, look, that's why me and Josh work so well together. Because that's where I'm gonna, Before I start the intro, again, I'm going to welcome Justin to the live studio audience. We're so glad you're here. Will you guys applaud? Whenever I hold up this button. <laughs> yeah. You can probably nice. hear that. Um, <laughs> we have a live studio audience. And now, uh, cut straight to the intro. <laughs> See the enemy fall back, fall back As you show your face, Lord Hear our voices call back, call back This is a call to war, Lord We will not fail, we will prevail This is our destiny So light the morning with your glory Claim your victory This is a call to battle This is a call to battle Blow the trumpet, shout in I just, so I did I what you asked me to do. I, I did what you asked me to do, and I let like a fire go. And yeah. you see what happened? What? It went black. It was dead, right, dead so, black for. So you could bring us back. Twelve seconds. So I want everybody. Not at the to same time. One has to go. That, all right. So we mute our mics while the intro is playing, and while we were off camera, like 
Brent's just sitting here lying, and it's crazy. <laughs> okay, now we're just we lost more viewers on the lying thing. I than rebuke we do on you. I rebuke your lies in the name of Jesus. All right, you tell it how it went. I, you tell it how it went. You tell the story your way. You called for, the, for you, all the viewers. You said. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do some things to, to tweak the intro. You said you're gonna do like some drone shots and whatever, whatever. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, it'd be nice to, it'd be nice for you not to be the only one on the intro. That's all I said. You're like, well, uh, no. So lies, all lies. Okay, okay. So wait a minute. You just took my story, which was I want to be added to the intro. Yeah. And me going, well, you need to go do some speaking so that we have something to yeah. add to the intro. I'm doing some speaking made it, right now. You turned it into. <laughs> Uh, you want to change the intro? Yeah, I want to change. I wanted to go shoot us you in front acted. of a church. I, I I didn't even bring up changing the intro. I said I want to go do a shoot with my drone. You and you, you were like, we up, should change the intro. You brought, me you brought up changing. And I said, the intro. well, you need to get to work then because you, <laughs> you don't have any videos. It, it's whatever. It whatever. We can say or argue this all the time. Well, I'm not, right. I'm right. You're wrong. It's whatever. It's, it's, it's not about sides. It's not about who's right, who's wrong. Sides. Okay. It's not. Maybe sometimes. Not in love. In love. There's no, there's no fear in love. There's no right or wrong in love. Okay, let's. <laughs> we're gonna move on right on into our topic. Okay, so how about this? Do you have step twelve pulled up? No, I don't. You have step twelve. No, I don't. It, I don't have step twelve pulled up. I have the thing. So I have so my unprepared. iPad. Thank God it's charged. Thank you so much, Jordan, who's not my assistant though. Could we confuse for my assistant? Because of how much work she does. All right, so let's. Uh, what we're gonna do is look up um, this step twelve thing. And if you're not familiar with the twelve steps of AA, it is a work-based program to get you to heaven. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even gonna pontificate. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna. While I look this up, don't. don't. <laughs> I'm not even gonna act like you're wrong there. Um, <laughs> Someone's going to take just that and go, see, see, see? talk about workspace. Um, no, it is a, it is a workspace program, but it's, it's, it's all suggest it's all suggestions that we think that these things work because they've been proven to work. They're not the 12 commandments. Yeah. They're not, you know, I, I mean, I, I believe that. Amen, the, Amy. Wow. I believe Amy said she's your helper. I believe that the book of AA, the big book of AA is inspired by God. But it's not a. It's not the, it's it's not not the ten commands from God. Right, yeah, right. You know, step one is not love thy God first. Yeah. Um, and it's not an idol, and it's you know step twelve yeah, is not doctrine. No. It's not a religion. No. It's not um, anything to replace Christianity. Christianity or, or your yeah right. So. Um, Step 12 is having had a spiritual awakening, awakening as a result of these steps, we try to, we try to carry this message uh, and practice these principles in all of our affairs. Yeah. So, and, and it, you know, a translation or, or how Josh and I uh, are going to take this tonight is basically in, in two places. You come into recovery, um, getting high, you got habits, you got addictions, you got consequences from this behavior. And you're trying to get cleaned up um, because of getting high just as a cultural thing in America. Mm -hmm. If what you is the substance you use is illegal, it generates lying, dishonesty, sneakiness um, and consequences. Yeah. Consequences yeah. And, and just bad behavioral stuff that 
Uh, step 12 is saying you got to work some of that stuff out before you start helping other addicts. You can't yeah. just come out, help addicts, and you're still mad at your at your dead um, great, great, great uncle because he didn't sell the baseball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I heard a story recently um, that, you know, this man was talking about how his great, great grandpa had given some stuff away and didn't sell it and give it to the whole family. So the inheritance got lost. If you're dealing with this kind of past resentment thing, it's very, very hard to recover. Yeah, very, very hard to recover. If you're still angry with, and I use that to not specifically say, you know, my dad was in prison. That kind of made me mad. Yeah. What were you mad about when you were a kid? What was I mad about when I was a kid? Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, my... Maybe you're like your sixth person on your four step. Not your, not your top. Not your most personal. But like, you know, I think on my four step, I, you know, I think when we got to. When we got Woo! Down... Wait, wait. What if is you look at this badge? Okay, this is she's got top contributor. Look at badge. that. Tammy is in the chat. Welcome back. Welcome. We have missed you. Yeah, I was just talking to you, talking to him about you the other day, asking where you had been. On I've had to defend you all month. Oh, because whatever. <laughs> she was fasting. She was fasting. I'm, hey, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm actually the only time I've been on Facebook this past three weeks has been for this live, and we've all known about it. He's told us all. Oh, Whenever he fasts, it's this whatever big you production. Know what? you, can, you know what? I'm about sick of you today. I'm about you. About, I'm about sick I'm of you. The, today. I'm in the mood. Huh? I'm in yeah. the mood. Okay. All right. So, um, step twelve is sponsorship. It is, mm -hmm. and then if you take it, so that's recovery. Now at Victory Drive Recovery Group, what we're trying to do is take the recovery community of atheists and agnostics and people like that and bridge them into the Christian community. Yeah. Now, Josh called me and he said, man, this is great for people that don't believe in God or they have, you know, a, a weird misconception of God. Or, I don't want to say weird and, and judge everyone, but it is. You know, agnostic stuff is weird to me. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Oh, I believe someone created us, but, you know, yeah. it's nothing that is out there. It's what I'm making up in my own mind or, or what, I, like, it's, it's a weird thing. But atheist agnostics, bridging why Christians are the way we are, why we believe what we believe. Josh called me and said, hey, bringing recovery to Christianity is great, and, it, you know, letting Christians know, but bring Christianity to recovery groups yeah. and let Christians know what recovery groups are about. And I found when on that mission, if you will, that Christians have a lot of prejudice about recovery yeah. groups. I did not know that until I started. You know, I've been sober now for 17 years, and I've been mm -hmm. part of the church pretty hardcore maybe four years. And I had no idea how many Christians struggled with the recovery yeah. aspect of things. Um, and I think, I think a huge part of that is because Christians do have struggling addicts in their families. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so they have different dealings, um, enabling... All this kind of stuff, you just get wore out. Addicts will wear, we will. Okay, I am delivered. I'm not an addict anymore. Don't get in my inbox. But we, addicts, we'll just active, active addicts will wear you out. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, so um, I don't know. I, Tammy, I think, is probably defending Jordan, it'd be my guess. What now? She said so wrong. That even makes it more sad. I, I'm trying to keep up with Tammy, but. <laughs> All right, so that's where we are. I've got notes because Josh got prepared this week. Neither one of us got prepared this week. It just didn't happen. But I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest, though. How many of our shows do we really come in Very rarely. Very rarely. Everything is spirit-led. I, mean, I mean, we just end up going. I mean, we just, it's kind of the way it is. My, my, one of my favorite things is not, it's not, it's hands up, here we go. Yeah. Ooh, one, of my one of my favorite things on Sunday on Sunday morning in the Sunday morning service is when I hear my pastor say, 
this isn't even in my notes. I don't know why, why I'm here, but we're just going to, I'm talking to somebody right now, so we're just going to go. It's my favorite part. Yeah. I'm like, yes, lead it. Well, I, so I took, uh, I, you know, I, I try not to be too personal on the show because we have so many followers. We have 150 followers. I don't want to. <laughs> but I, you know, I took uh, some, some friends. To, we're like we're like celebrity status. It's great. <laughs> Can't go anywhere. <laughs> this guy, Conoco. We're at the Conoco's a thing anymore. We're at the Sicko. They got Chevron, BP. Not around here. They've all. We're at the QT, and we just can't even get in and out of there, right? Without no. getting mobbed. I got to sign autographs. It's crazy. Because you fasted, and everybody knew. <laughs> um, I took, <laughs> I took a, a friend to church, and on the way, they were, you know, dealing with some anxiety and some some fears and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we got there, and it was a guest speaker. And the guy came out, and he says, "I'm a guest speaker." Da 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 da. And, and that hit them. They were like, "Oh, this is not the regular pastor." And then he goes, "I don't know who this is for, but anxiety doesn't stay." You know, he just started preaching towards anxiety, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, this is for me." So it it is nice happens, when somebody is saying I mean, it's. it's I, I can't tell you how many times somebody has come to church with, with me and Emily and been like, I feel like that was for me. I feel like that was for me by the end. Right. And yeah. I didn't, I'm sitting here literally thinking the whole time, I wonder, like, are they even getting this? Like, are they bored? Are they sitting, are they even liking this? Are they enjoying this? I'm enjoying this, but, you know, are they enjoying this? And then they come at the end and saying, man, that hit me so hard. It was for me. And I'm like. Thank you, God. You know, it's, Amen. It's, yeah. Because that's and, and so I'd let that be invite someone to church. Invite yeah. someone to church. If you have, let's let's get into this, okay? Because this is going all right. So when you started with me, um, I, I remember back in the beginning, we had dealt with one situation. You'd gone to jail, or whatever the case was, and some consequences were piling up. Relationships were falling apart. Yeah. Relationships at work were having issues, mm-hmm. and you started coming to group with me. Do you remember that? Kind of, yeah. Now, how would you say from all of that, we spent maybe two or three years, I think, consistently going to groups at lunch, kind of sharing. You mean, you mean when I first, when I first started, actually, when I first actually got started? Actually started, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, we were going, yeah, it was first, like, at least two years that I would go to, we'd, yeah, we'd catch a meeting at lunchtime if, if we were in the area together. We were working a little bit together at that time. At that time yeah, so I did, kinda yeah, easy. yeah, absolutely. Um, so what was your question, though? The question is, the, the, the way the group is set up, mm-hmm. a hierarchy, if you will. Yeah. Did you recognize a hierarchy? Did you look for a hierarchy? I mean, and everything that I do, and this could just be my perspective in my brain, mm-hmm. but if you invited me to something like that, or if you took me to a hotel where they were going to teach, you know how they do the big, like they have the hotel banquet areas, and they teach you how to do pyramid schemes and stuff like that. If you were to do something, or like, hey, how to make your podcast more successful. If we went to something like that, I would look into who's the boss here. How, how does this structure? Where's the top? Is it China? Does China have a group like this? Like, yeah, I don't you... walk in the, no, I don't walk okay. in places like that usually. Um, after I've been there for a while is when I start to, I start to just notice it. Yeah, as opposed okay. to look like, for it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Because uh, I also <laughs> look for motive. Like, why would why would a group of people do this? There's gotta be something in this. For yeah, them. and then they it pass around the basket, and it's like everybody two giving like a dollar. Fuck you. Yeah, I think someone put like bubblegum wrapper in there. But, yeah, yeah. You see when you go, I'm telling you, when you go to a recovery group, mm-hmm. that basket gets. Yeah, it's like what what is what is in there? <laughs> is that someone's <laughs> wedding ring? What's <laughs> in the basket? Yes, yeah, but. <clears throat> then you start to notice it. 
there's no way that this is making money. <laughs> well, well no, look at the group. So, yeah. Look, look at the actual group. group. I mean, you're drinking coffee from 1965. The bag says expired in 1965. The coffee maker is one of the ones that you get the little tin can and you put the coffee ground and you put it in the pot and you put it on the stove. The stove is the fire that someone built. <laughs> I don't know so what meetings you're going to, but wow. That's okay, a, it, was a little, it was a little, I'm a little not part. telling the truth. Yeah, it's a, it's a little hyperbole there. But you know, a lot of groups aren't making any money. No, but I think some of the most well-funded groups are from the county. Uh, if it's, a, you know, um, different, like, I don't know what that alert is. So, so I need to, I need to go fix that. I, I need to Sorry. fix what I literally did to try to make it work. I guess. I don't know. Um, how's everybody's quality? Show me in the comments how you guys are doing. How is it? Does it look good? It's fine, yeah. I mean, I'm looking over here and there's no drop. It's it's just streaming freaking beautifully. So, I mean, I, it's better than it was last week. So, If you're having any issues with the uh, viewing, just let us know. Yeah, let us know. We'll change it. We changed some things on our frames per second rate so that we could maybe... And it's telling us that we need well, to change we're, back. But we're definitely up. I think we're at a number we've never been at before. Well, even with you guys. What, eight so viewers? Eight to ten, yeah. Well, we have seven now, but eight. Well, it might be kicking people off. Um, so, like, slow? Like, let's see if we can fix it. One second. I know, I know. The Wi-Fi is so bad. Justin reminds us that we are inept. With Wi-Fi. Well, no. And what, I told you. I said if this, you know. What Justin reminds us is is that we need to find a way to get a different Wi-Fi in this house that is a part that is separate from the one that already exists here, so we can have it on our own. And in order to do that, we need support. Um, oh, very nice transition, Josh. <laughs> to go back to the beginning. Um, All right. So let's just, let's just ride right through this. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I've got it. We're doing this thing again. I don't know why. You, you're I echoing this why. time? Yeah, it's me, yeah. I was echoing last time. I, I, it is what it is. It is. It? Look, this whole thing is just caught on fire and nose diving. Now, now we're just... We're going down. We're going down. Mayday. Mayday. Um, I don't know why. I, why does that happen, I wonder? I we lost it entirely? No, we got... Why? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're good. good. Well, okay, anyway, listen, listen, we're gonna let's go. just move on back. Okay, so we go. do we do it with it bounce with it. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. Going in and out all the time. So let, let's just move on. It's both microphones. I wonder. I wonder why that's happening. Oh well, I moved my mic a little bit farther away from you. How's that? Thank, Thank you, Tammy. That's right. Tammy is right. And I see this all distraction in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, Josh. Are you gonna go into prayer? I've been waiting for to pray on camera for like two months now. Just casting that out right now. Any minute now, Okay. Um, I have been a firm believer. Okay, so first I want to say this: in the recovery groups, it starts with the um, the group. The, it, it, so the building is probably being rented or leased. In a lot of cases, sometimes they're owned. I, I was going to say the most um, success, uh, the most um, well-funded groups are usually hospitals that are getting a yeah. lot of yeah, like insurance on the government subsidies, stuff like that. And then you got churches. A lot of churches have great funded groups and yeah, then it goes it down from there and um the the monies that are collected usually just pay the rent mm -hmm. purchase coffee um for like AA, yeah AA. chips and it's stuff like that and then it goes to the aa th uh, headquarters which helps all of the groups aa abroad a, yeah so um and it helps them be able to make the chips so the hierarchy if you will 
And, and this is very important uh, when you're in recovery. Number one, if you want long-lasting recovery, you're going to have to have community. You're going to have to have community. They, they don't go together. It's, it's, if you are going to stay recovered on your own, you could end up um, very, very depressed, very bitter. Yes, I, I've seen people get 20 years sobriety, but then they commit suicide because they're just in a dark place and yeah. do i do i want to see people get sober and kick addiction walk out of overeating and walk out of codependency yes of course i do mm-hmm. but i don't want to see you walk into this deep dark self-loathing shameful life yeah. out of that right? because because uh, something that happens after you um after you sober if you get sober if you've been if you've been in this for a long time and then you get sober you have to relearn how to handle things, how to deal with emotions, because you've suppressed all your emotions through this. So it's very easy to get in your head and just go down a dark road if you don't have people to share that with and have them give you encouragement from their experiences and stuff like that. So, and that's why, and that's why people say the program works if you work it, because you gotta, you gotta get to the program. You can't just expect the program to change your life from. Uh, you know, afar. You gotta be a part of of the program in order for it to work if you work it. So exactly. if that makes sense. So um that's that's you gotta have community. So if you're watching um because COVID really messed this up for for, for churches AA, and for, AA. Well yeah for yeah. AA big time because they started doing Zoom meetings and they started doing a lot of yeah. online stuff which was great if you were terrified of dying. It's great. Right now as COVID is starting to, you know, go away, you have vaccines, and you can wear a mask, and you can wash your hands, and you can sit far away from each other. Um, you know, you definitely can get to a meeting, and I, I say this because if you are having a hard time with anything, so let's say you get clean because someone tells you you got health risks, yeah, and months go by, and now those health risks are still there. Yeah, you are now at a crossroads where you're like, well, if I'm still going to die from this, why did I get clean? And if you are showing up late to every meeting and leaving early to every meeting, or you're only doing meetings at home, you're missing a thing that could be helpful during that. Yeah, season. you're missing the network that is that they talk about is so important in AA of people or in recovery period and people who you can call when you're feeling that way, when you're feeling like, why, well, why am I even doing this? Yeah. 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 Cause like, if you show up early to a meeting and you set up chairs, you make coffee, you you unlock the doors, whatever, you're going to meet someone who had a health risk. Somebody's going to come when they got clean and the health risk was still there, but they've been clean and they overcame the health risk. And now you've got, now you've got a friend that you wouldn't have had if you came late to the meeting yeah, you and left early yeah, if you came or you stayed at home. Or you started talking. You can't, once they've already started the meeting, you can't go around in like glad hand and, and have conversation and stuff like that. You have to sit down. Most of my longest friends from recovery were at the meeting early and stayed at the meeting late. Yeah. I mean, almost. Uh, go out go out to eat after the meeting, and, you know, with a group of five, ten people, whatever it is. Yeah. And then, so this, and you're right, Tammy, this extends <laughs> To the body of Christ, this extends to church. Yeah. If you're going to show up to church after the first song is halfway through, and you're going to leave while they're doing the altar call, 
good luck meeting people at church. Exactly. You literally will leave you're, every you're, church service. You used to join a small group. You to, yeah, you, you leave every Sunday going, going they're clicky there. No, I don't know anyone. They, they don't, don't really, really like me. Yeah. What, what have you done? done yeah. to make, to show up early. in those clicks. Yeah. When, when you show up to your church early, and this is just my experience, right? I used to go to church late. That's what I'm talking about. I used to go as late as I could and get out of there as quick as I could. That's what I'm talking about. But if you go early and the greeter says, hey, good morning, you have time to chat. To have a discussion about how the morning has been or how your day was yesterday or you've got something going on. You've got prayer requests. You have you can give them to people and stuff. So Yeah, and if you, you know, want to get real legalistic with it and say, hey, Sunday's the Sabbath, so I'm not going to do anything else that day. When church lets out, you get to hang out a little bit and see. Yeah, you got nothing else to do. <laughs> you go eat lunch with, you know, church people, you know, and get to know them. That's basically, and I, and so... At your church, because you've asked me about this a couple times, if I have a home group and I have a sponsor in AA, I have a home group in AA and I have a sponsor, my home group is going to meet typically once a week, maybe on a Thursday at 6.30. Every single week, my home group's there. If I go there for two months, I know Jim and I know Bob and I know where they sit and I know what days they're going to chair. And I, I know, you know, it's, it's my community yeah um it, I, I get, get a sponsor, sponsor from my home group and then if god blesses me i get a sponsee from my home group if you look at church the same way if you wake up on a sunday morning and you live in marietta and you drive to buckhead to go to church and then you next sunday you wake up in marietta and you drive to north point to go to church yeah and then like you're not yeah. Just go and I, find I, the church and, down and the street. If you don't like that one, find the next one. But don't, yeah, if you don't need if to go real far to your home church. You have passed 15 churches on your way to church that, I mean, that are in your community. Yeah, that are around you, which means if the churches are around you, that means the people live around you. And then so after church, you can go over to Susie's house and, you know, and, and you know, chit chat with her or we can, we can go over to, to Johnny's house and chit chat with him because sure. he lives when close when people talk about oh there's a home group on this day or people talk about um, you know uh, whatever's going on take the invites mm-hmm. take some of the invites go to the Bible studies go to the dinners go to the golden corral or I've been you know I went to um, I went to North Point for a little while and you know they talk about small groups and stuff like that and I never really I wanted to get into a small group, but then when we started going to to Worship Wonders, and they started when they started talking about having small group, like part of me couldn't wait to be part of started, so I could pick which one I wanted to be in and and be a part of. And now, like, I got a whole like group chat of of men, strong Christian men that will pray for me and will you know I can bounce my problems off of, or you know, and we meet. We haven't met in a while because of the holidays, and so we're gonna meet you know here soon, and it's just. You know, just to go on a Saturday morning and have breakfast with a bunch of a, a bunch of guys that you know none of them are going to like try to lead you to let's go drink or let's go do you know what I'm saying? Well, They're gonna, I, again, I don't yeah. want to both in recovery and at the church that you're going to meet people. I'm, I'm just saying about the, people the small group that people, I'm in. Sir. People are people are crazy. People are crazy. And I'm, I'm, I, people are people. I mean, no matter, no matter where I, you go. I get what you're saying, and, I, and I'm cool with it. It's kind of like, uh, if you tithe, you'll be debt-free, like me. Josh is saying, hey, if you join a small group, you'll have perfect men. I don't know if that's true. I I, I have uh, 
got into small communities and people did try to make me drink. So I, I don't know. I, you know. Nobody's tried to make me drink yet. I just, I, you, you my, know, this is but my experience. You, I, I was just giving them you my know, experience. You can go to an AA meeting and then leave it and people will be like, hey, take a Xanax. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's like a weird... Yeah, you're, you can smoke this. You're just an alcoholic. You go right? to a Christian you group and they're like, yeah. do you just turn water into wine and have a beer? It's not a big deal. You're not an alcoholic anymore. You've been delivered. <laughs> It can't happen. It can't happen. I'm not saying all small groups are like that, but I don't want to get your hopes up. But I think joining community and getting to know people, you need to navigate this, though, right? Yeah. I, I have one of the best friends in the whole world, but I also have some really, I've had some really crazy friendships at church and in recovery yeah. that are not, I don't understand some how they times. got that some way. Of, sometimes I was the crazy person. Yeah. There's a, I mean, you're still a crazy person, too, viewer, whoever you are. Yeah, Josh, Josh, right out. Josh with the perfect fasting and the perfect tithing. Whatever. Perfect, groups perfect fasting. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think the hardest thing from that. That part of that segment, and, I, and I'll probably have to go in and do that little um, little time management thing right here. Where yeah. I go back. Ben, is basically without community, long-lasting recovery is, is not, uh, it's not optimal. It, it, it's... It's possible, but it's just not. You can do it however you want to do it. You want yes, to sit at home and watch it on video and, and do all that. But uh, for me, I've stayed clean this long because of community. Yeah. And I feel it's the same way as our walk with Christ. Did you restart it? I have already restarted okay. it. Is that why you're not saying anything? No, I, was, I said something. It was, it was funny when uh, Josh introduced Justin to the situation. Justin said, so asked me if I was a technical genius. Uh, to which I humbly said yes, and then he said, "What does Josh do?" And he said, "He's the talent." I'm the talent. <laughs> He's the, which QT did that to him because when we were at QT signing autographs, everybody yeah, knew him and didn't yeah, care about me. Exactly. Yeah, I really want to know about Josh. You're like, you're Josh from Saturday Live with Victory Drive, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's the married one. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. No cars. <laughs> So, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna, gonna read for, for the next, next part of this. I'm gonna read scripture. Is that cool with everyone? Everyone likes scripture around here. Run it. Uh, I'm gonna go Matthew chapter ten. I'm gonna start in verse uh, ten. No, I'm not. I'm gonna go to eleven. That's what that's what real preachers do. I think real preachers go. All right, we're gonna be in Matthew chapter ten verse nine. Wait, no, that's the wrong one. Verse verse eleven. Wait, wait, where is where is? It? All right, let's, hold on a second. Where is? It? Is this it? Or is this everyone? Okay, I'm gonna go. Matthew chapter 10, verse 11. Uh, in the NLT, if you're reading along with me, KJV is fine. Yeah. What's your favorite version? K, uh, KJV. KJV. The New King James. Oh, does the New King James drop the begats? Or yeah, it, it, it changes the, the vows and, the, and all that. But, but it, it keeps the... It's the same core writing. It's just not... It's so I'm going to go into the NLT, which makes it more Americanized. It makes it more... Secular. So heresy. Okay, come on. <laughs> I'm going to go to the heretic version. Um, verse 11. Whatever town or village you enter, search there for some worthy person and stay at their house until you leave. Verse 12. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. 13. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. In verse 14, if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. In verse 15, truly I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than it will be for that town. Now, it's very convicting words from Jesus who uh, the current secular uh, 
culture will tell you Jesus is so loving and all everybody is just whatever sin you got man just keep doing it it's fine everything's fine you're covered by grace you don't you don't have to repent that's all Old Testament stuff man the cross um it's very convicting stuff but we I'm using it here to say this in recovery or in Christianity if you're dealing with people who just don't want to do it I think it's in the a it's in that in this in chapter seven of the of the big book as well as I mean it's not the same verbiage but it's yeah. you know if some if if they won't hear you then don't press them until they're ready to hear you it's just it's the way don't you waste your time trying to fix anyone mm-hmm. and I know saying this about your son or saying this about your husband or your wife or your sister is harsh. It's easier to say it about the guy who's homeless down there yeah. that I see, you know, he has rock twice bottom. a month and yeah, I throw yeah, him some money. But sometimes you have to let somebody hit their rock bottom. you got to let your husband hit rock bottom. And sometimes and that looks like, like for him. him. Yeah, and that rock bottom can be, I mean, there's a lot of rock bottoms out there. Yeah, I mean, it could be death. Yeah, it could so. be death. So you can, you know. It's, it, it, and I think this was, I think it's why in recovery, after a few years, you start to understand if this person doesn't have community, if this person doesn't have literature, if this person isn't working with anybody else, they don't have sponsors, they don't, nothing like that is going on, there's a risk not just of them relapsing, which is a huge risk. For me to relapse, to drink again, is to die. I mean, it's the same thing. And uh, that's a risk. But also people might stay clean and kill themselves because of this. In Christianity, we're talking your eternity. Yeah. So it, it, this is, I understand why people in recovery want to grab active addicts and bring them in and trap them and make them stop and make them get a spiritual basis to live on. And I understand why Christians want to go out and grab people who are practicing the occult and bring them in and make them stop. I get it. Yeah. But we feel, we feel like it's loving, right? Like we're doing this out of love. But the thing is, you may be doing it out of love, but are you doing it with love? Because okay. because there's a difference. I mean, if you're, you're doing, doing it out of control, or you're doing it out of fear. Well, you're, you're doing it, it with what you feel like is a good heart because of, you know, you want people to be this, but you're doing it in a controlling way. Right. You're doing it to try to, you know. And, and I think a lot of us are judging. So I remember that my daughter was 12 years old. She said to me, Dad, all of my wins are not your successes. And all of my losses are not your failures. Because however I was treating her at the time, it was like I was taking all her, all the credit for her life. So if she did something wrong, I was worried about what you thought of me and my parenting. I was worried about what the church or recovery thought. And my kid is using drugs, and I'm in recovery. What you know? Yeah. And she remind. And of course, when she would bring great reports and she would do really well at things, I was like, I just parented her so good. I'm just such a great parent. Call me up. I'm the best dad. And I think that happens to us, right? Yeah. If our uh, spouses are living in active addiction, we're blaming ourselves. Why could I not be enough? Why don't they love me enough to stop doing that? Or parents, or children, like any of it. Yeah, if any of them are living in active, any any family member is living in active addiction, you feel some type of way, like. It's something you did or something you didn't do or something or you didn't do right. Or, yeah, and, exactly. and, and this happens in Christianity. You even said to me the other day, you know, I'm praying for this specific thing and these people are still making their own decisions and being yeah. under free will. But And it's like, okay, are, am I praying right? Am I, am I speaking right to them? Am I doing the right thing? When we're not, it's not, it's not my business to get you clean. No, it's, it's, 
I think I said it earlier. It's our business to set to plant seeds. We plant seeds, and God, you know, and it's, it, it's, it's such a Christian. It's such a Christian statement, and we don't do it with the same arrogance as we do it in recovery. Or and maybe I say me, not we. I do it in recovery, very arrogant. If you relapse, I'm gonna stay clean. Yeah. <laughs> And I, in Christianity, I kind of have the same thing. If you want to practice the occult, I'm going to go to heaven. Yeah, I, I don't, I, if, you put, if you put your, like, and this goes for both, if you put your whole identity in how your sponsor, or how your sponsees are reacting or how, you know, you're trying to disciple people and how they're, like, if you put your whole identity in that, and let's say you have six sponsees and they all relapse, you feel like a failure and that could lead you to relapse so you have to find your identity in 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 recovery you find your identity in your own recovery or in christianity you find your identity in christ because that's it in both both recovery and christianity you put christ first then who if someone kills themselves and you were working with them Yes, it's, it's not. It's not my fault. I'm not, I, I can't. I'm not apart. accountable. For it, that. It, yeah. It's the you know it's the same thing. And, and I think that I pulled one scripture out of Matthew 10, but it's all in the New Testament. We are not in the success business. We are not here to to make it happen. We're not here to save any souls from hell. That's not our job. You know, not only is it not our job, it's way above our pay grade. Like we couldn't do that if we tried. Amen. So, like, we have to, we are, we are only called to push people to, to push people to Christ and then let him do the rest. We, there's nothing that we can do to do to, to save anyone. So, yeah, I, I wrote on my little note for that. Don't spend time trying to fix people. Don't enable them. Don't pay for the, Listen, if your child goes to jail, let them sit there. It'll be time served when they go to court and all the things will be. If you go bail them out, you're going to have court in three months, and then you got to go through nine months of probation, you got a bunch of fines to pay, and there's drug tests that get failed, and there's all these things. Mm-hmm. Just let them sit in jail. You don't have to enable anyone. And it's the same for Christians, right? Always pick up your phone. Always be available to struggling people, non-believers, things like that. But don't pay for their psychic readings. And listen, if someone's going to psychic readings twice a week and they ask you to help them pay their car note, you're paying for their psychic readings. Yeah, let's let's well, let's be honest here. Money is fungible, and he, <laughs> throw that card out there. Sorry, Sorry. didn't mean to drop a mic. <laughs> um, Did you make any cards? I, I made one. I made one card, but it was just for the topic. So, when you are in, if you're feeling depressed for any reason at all, and share this, clip this, and share this with someone who might be depressed. If you make small checklists just for no reason, it feels good to check them off. Yeah. Make a bunch of cards. Make a bunch of individual cards because it feels really good. To just it feels so good. To throw <laughs> Done with that one. Were you saying something? I was, but you just totally. <laughs> flipped. You flicked a card. All right, you, you, know, you know the next seg- segment, right? No, I don't. All right, I'm going to show you. I'm going to update you a little bit. Um, it's interesting. The top, the top of the literature that I just showed Josh. To uh, help him recap where we were, it says dealing with the case of incest. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is that it's even? It's what it says. I, like, well, because I, I, this is what this is what Paul is talking about. Do you want to read it first, or do you want to talk about it first and then read it? How, how do you want to do it? Well, first of all, you pulled this because of something you already had in your notes, re- um, referring to recovery. So, 
So this was that we are not in the results business. I don't think this is what the one. What is that? Dude, this, this is definitely, definitely not it. This is the gossip awesome. card. So, so this, this is, is it. it. We're not in. We're. So you just said that we're not in the because we are what in the solution business. All right. What? You, you see, the, this is what this is about. Okay, so you want me to read the whole thing? Okay. You don't have to read the whole thing. How do you want to open it up? Do you know what we're talking about here? I mean, I know that. Letting people hit hit their rock bottom. Yeah, how do you want to go? Well, I mean, what I want to say is, I think we already said this. If you want to talk about incest, it's fine. I just, you know, there's rock bottom and incest. There's definitely rock bottom and incest. I've seen The Hills Have Eyes. I've seen that movie. So everybody has a rock bottom. But what you got to understand is, is your rock bottom isn't someone else's. And I think a lot of people in AA believe that, like, I don't want to say a lot of people, but some believe that, so this was my rock bottom. Let's say your rock bottom was, you know, for, for me, for me, three DUIs, DUI court, freaking like, you know, uh, there was a lot of stuff going on there. I got fired from a job, all this stuff. That was my rock bottom. Somebody else may go through all those things and that not be their rock bottom. Very true. But it, so we see people that have gone through all the things that we've gone through and they're still out there doing they're still out there using or drinking or whatever, whatever, and we, we may, may even tend to judge. Like, how can they still be doing it after going through all that kind of stuff? And like I said, everybody's got a different rock bottom. It's not up to you to decide when, they, when they've had enough, because it's, it's no. I mean, it's, it's it's good because I have my own, my own self with uh, I had seven uh, misdemeanors. I was told by a judge if I get another misdemeanor for possession, it's going to be a felony. I had dodged two felonies I probably should have had. I have dodged a lot of situations where I could have died or other people could have got hurt. I had been in a lot of nightmare scenarios. If I ever sat down with another person and said, oh, my gosh, this is what, I, this is what happened that night, they would go, I never, ever want to be in that scenario, ever. And some people, those, like any one of those scenarios could have been anyone's rock bottom. Any one of them. Yeah, I had them all. Yeah. And my mom would take my phone calls. And my aunt didn't want, you know, my aunt would turn off the lights if she if she saw my Chevy down the street. I have you in years. Yeah, you were, you know, just whatever the case may be. Um, and then health, I'm pretty sure health issues were coming for me. Yeah, I, I don't know how I missed that, but I'm sure it was coming for me. And my first sponsor, I was like, in a couple months, I'll be able to get back to using it again. Because I thought I was doing fine. I thought everything was... Everything was hunky door. Like, what, what do you mean? So, and and I've heard a story of that too, where a guy was living on a park bench, going, "I don't think I have a problem. This is just a miss of my, miss, my this last is just an unfortunate W two was seventy eight thousand dollars, and I owned a car and I had a, a condo. Those things are all gone, literally gone. And but like I said, people are fine. People see those as a a misfortunate chain of yeah, events. Yeah, literally circumstantial. Yeah, I literally was arrested un. It was unceasingly. <laughs> Shout out to Tammy. That was a Tammy word from last night. I was literally arrested against, you know, all the law. They didn't read me my rights. They weren't seven times. Seven times they'd set me up. Never was it me. It was so oh, seven times they had set you up. That's crazy. And that honestly, that's you know. So if you're dealing with a loved one in recovery, or you're dealing with Christian with non-believers who are practicing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, the occult, all kinds of stuff. I mean, we have a lot. In I mean, uh, dude, we don't have to go as far as the occult. Like, I like, I, I, I go to that because if we, we can start talking about LGBTQ stuff, no, I'm talking, about, the, the I'm talking about like, like astrology or That's astronomy or whatever you want. To, yeah, well, I guess I mean, yeah. Maybe. Come on, no, let's let's do this. All for right, we're gonna do crystals. Yeah, yeah. occult. 
Uh, Ouija boards? Occult. Cult. Uh, tarot cards. Occult. Uh, Waiting for your loved one to respond about which job you should take after they died. Occult. Occult. <laughs> <laughs> Going to get your palm read. Occult. Occult. Um, Pornography. Occult. Occult. Um, come on. Give me some Manipulating in, in gaming uh, for new relationships all the time. Women or men. Yeah. Women do it to men, too. Yeah. So if you're, uh, oh, I don't do anything wrong. I just sell my feet on my OnlyFans. Occult. Matt Pelt says he loves crystals. Occult. With a K. Well, he just got back from he California. Loves, he loves crystals with a K. Which I think we should change the state of California's name to Occult. Occult. Occultifornia. Occult. <laughs> he just got back from Occultifornia. He's going to go watch The Chosen Four. And <laughs> study study the Seven the, Day the Adventist. Yeah. <laughs> um. Tavy says copyrights on my bad grammar. Unceasingly. I you know what? I you know what I didn't know, Tammy? We're gonna take this is Tammy's a little Tammy, Tammy squirrel time. You literally say, I don't know. <laughs> I've never met anybody that, that I O N O. Are you calling out your pastor right here live <laughs> on Facebook? I, I, I texted Jordan right away and I said, We gotta put this on a shirt. I don't know. I don't know. Uh-oh. I love it because well, we do use it. I I O N O. Yeah, I, I mean, know. there's a there's like a song that was called that. I don't know, but I just you know, Tammy uses it. If you're if you're talking to her like you and I are talking right now, she'll say I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's Iowa. <laughs> it's Iowa. Anyway, let's move on. Do you, you want to read this? I'll, read this. Uh, you read the scripture. Read this the scripture. Is, and then pray after. <laughs> yeah, read the scripture. All right. And tell us what it is and stuff. Do you want me to go to New this is, King James? No, this is fine. This sure? is First Corinthians five, verses one through one through five. Five, yeah. yeah. All right. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and of a kind that even pagans do not tolerate. A man is sleeping with his father's wife, and you are proud. Shouldn't you rather have gone into mourning and have put out your fellowship, put out of your fellowship, the man? Who has been doing this for my part even though i am not physically present i am with you in spirit as one who is present with you in this way i have already passed judgment in the name of our lord jesus on the one who has been doing this so when you are assembled and i am with you in spirit and the power of our lord jesus is present hand this man over to satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved on the day of the lord so there's a, there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. I mean, you could preach five or six sermons, maybe a couple of whole um, series series out of it. Yeah. Um, and it, and it gets deep. You mm-hmm. know, Paul's past judgment and yeah. pushing people out. Like, do we do that? You know, and at, at what extent do we do that? Because in well, I mean, recovery, it says it, it says it in uh, in other parts of the Bible that you know, give them up to God, or God gives them up to their sin. Until until they that's get very good, Josh. Yeah. Very. I don't know why you didn't pick up that scripture when I was doing this. You just left me by myself on this. Didn't I tell you that the, the spirit kind of just yeah? You said like, we didn't we have to go? prepare. You did. Can we just go? That, that's the the biggest part is five. You gotta hand them over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. Yeah. So that their spirit may be saved. And let's and let's be honest. I mean, in if you want to in in recovery terms, destruction of the flesh would be rock bottom because when you're in rock bottom you have destroyed everything of your flesh right like everything that you with, have in if you're life. dealing with someone who's addicted to cocaine they're stealing from you they're making they their friends are awful yeah i mean you you know i i said this once too 
uh, our homeless community in Atlanta, a, a, a good bit of them are veterans. You mm-hmm. do meet, you know, five to 10 percent are veterans. Um, you do meet about 20 percent who circumstantially from the day they were born really just didn't have any wins. Mm-hmm. And when they started making bad habits, no one really took them under their thing. Yeah, they just kind of. So but 60 percent or more of the homeless are decide they have places they could go. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to one guy who had a sister who would take him back in. She's not afraid of him at all, but he doesn't like being there. You see, it, yeah. it, it, you got, we've got to let our family members, our loved ones, just let this take their occult behavior, whatever it is, take it as far as it's going to take them so that uh, the Lord can deliver them. Um, so what? You got all this stuff going on? Matt said, who's the occult now? I don't call him my pastor. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Um, all right, so we're going to go. That's a good segment. Let it, you know, Don't enable people. Always be available to them. Now, I, I want to say this before we move on because we're probably going to go back to the availability thing. In both the church and in recovery, we can't be available to uh, other people if we're not reading our Bible, if we're not spending alone time, um, uh, yeah, I know Matt. Matt has a huge TikTok following. I'm sure he does. So, um, anyway, he is the Matt Van Pelt. He's understand. the Matt. yeah. If you're if you're and th- we talked about resentment for yeah. a minute at the beginning. Mm-hmm. If you're deep in resentments with people, you cannot be available to other Christians. No, resentment has to be dealt with before you can mm-hmm. lay hands because. I, one of my examples, and there's a there's a whole umbrella of these, but one of my examples slew. is a whole slew, is if somebody who abused me greatly had a beard like Josh's. Every time I'm around Josh, I remember that person. If I haven't let the Lord deal with that, yeah, with that inside of me, so that limits Josh to where I let him into my life. I put mm-hmm. up unnecessary boundaries on Josh due to stuff that has nothing to do with him really at all. I can do this with tall people. I can do this with male, female, mm-hmm. uh, different race, different religion. Uh, you can different... do it with some people's just cadence, the way they talk. If an employer was bad to me, now yeah. I don't like any employees. Yeah, yeah. They're, if they say, I don't know, in the middle <laughs> of the thing, if they're like Matt Pelt, they're Mormons. Whatever the case may be, it might, you know, you got you to gotta drop resentment to be available yeah, to Christians. The same thing in recovery. If you if you deal, they, they, they call resentment the killer mm-hmm. of addicts because resentment, one little thing, and that triggers us. Yeah. One little thing. If we're walking around with resentment, resentment we go relapse. It's so funny to me because, like, so um, you get into step 11 or step step 10 about, like, forgiving quick, like, quickly. And you, you, yeah, you, daily. Daily. Like, yeah. so it's so funny that because you talked earlier about how Christians have this prejudice or whatever against recovery groups. And it's so funny because steps like step 10, where it tells you to forgive daily and you're doing like, that is literally what we're called to do in Christianity is to forgive quickly. I can't, you, if I can't you don't, shake then, this. Yeah. When you pray, pray like this, yeah. forgive me as you, you know, uh, help me forgive as you forgive me. Forgive, forgive us our sins as we forgive others. Yeah, there we thank go. you, Justin. <laughs> I had to look at him to get the whole thing. I, I mean, that's. A, I feel like that prayer is. Yeah. Not just one time. Yeah. And I'm covered for ninety months. No, you. Can we go? This is. I'm gonna use this <laughs> can later. Go can we go? Can, can, I'm gonna use this later in life. Okay. Um, 
And so if you, you know, if you see it again, whatever, don't give me a hard time. I remember uh, Pastor Todd White. No, Pastor uh, Michael Todd. He wrote a book mm-hmm. and he got very, very famous. And I started lo- listening to his sermons. And if you were back then, if you went on YouTube to look at him, every single sermon was the same. Was it? It was every one of them was like just watching the same thing over and over again. So if I do that to you, don't be mad. Just is what it is, okay? I have seen (laughs) over and over. (laughs) I have seen over and over again um, people use the thief on the cross as an excuse not to have to put in any effort to anything. They say, oh, how does your doctrine or how does your belief system match up with the thief on the cross who right before he was killed said, Jesus, think about me in heaven. Yeah. He went to heaven that day. Yeah. Without works. He didn't do a step one. Didn't do step four. He didn't do any discipleship. He didn't lay hands on the sick. But didn't he though? Well, you know where I'm going. It's not fair that you know where I'm going. Where going so. so this is what I want to do, if you're okay with it, Josh. It's a little detour. It's not where we were, but I'm going to go look this up real quick. And I want to read, if you guys want to follow along. What, the uh, thief on the cross? I'm going to, I'm going to read okay. it. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. Um, so let's go pull that up. I bet Tammy knows the verse. If someone knows the verse, just throw it there while I'm trying to find the verse. Because I'm about to find it. Um... I'm about to find it in Luke, I think. Luke 23, 39 through 43? Does that sound right, Tammy? Does anybody think that sounds right? Well, she's not there yet. She's on Luke 18 right now. So, so she's never read past that in her life. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> what did you say the other ones were? Luke 23 what? 30-something. Let's see if we can get down here. Find this. Okay. Um... Okay, here we go. I just love this so much every time we've read it. So yeah. someone pointed this out to me. So I, I want to say this before I go into this. Um, if I were king for a day, I would not be a prosperity preacher. Yes. I probably would not preach a sermon that I couldn't preach to a persecuted church. That is my opinion. Doesn't mean I have anything against Joel Osteen. If you are a Facebook friend of mine, I share Joel Osteen's stuff almost every day. I like him. Yeah. Um, the prosperity gospel is awesome. And I believe it. I, I've read my Bible. But you're sick of it. I'm just <laughs> sick of it. I'm just absolutely sick of it. But I, and I do believe it. Um, and, but I'm a, I'm a works guy. And, and I don't know if I'm a works guy to get to heaven. I'm a works guy because we're going to heaven. Yeah, exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I wish I could give you this feeling. Mm-hmm. And when I say this feeling, I don't mean for any of you non-believers out there or anybody that's watching this that might think, I think if you do this sin or that sin, you're going to hell. I'm not saying I wish I could give you the feeling of confidence that you're going to heaven, though that is a really great feeling. Yeah. I'm talking about the feeling of the Lord literally coming into your life when there's a hard time. Yeah. The feeling of community. I used to have struggles and decisions that made me crazy. I could not make decisions that, that uh, I would call them insane decisions when they really weren't. Today, these struggles don't last as long. Today, I get to make decisions with people, other people in my life that yeah. are loving and praying for me, literally praying. And I wish I could give you that feeling. I wish I could give you the feeling of when the Lord argues with me at the gas pump. <clears throat> yeah. Of when, the, of when God stops me in what I'm doing 
and says, yeah. hey, this, has got to, this isn't the right thing. That's the feeling I want to give you, not the confidence of heaven. So I do works to give you that feeling. I do works to let you know God is real. I do, the, yeah. I do works. I show up at all the things I can show up at because I believe that Christ died on the, sin, uh, died on the cross for my, for my sins, sins. Yeah. and covered me. All right, now I'm going to get to the reading. Get to the reading. This is Luke chapter 23. Tammy's not there yet. Uh, verse 36. And this is the NLT, the blasphemous heretic. New Living Translation. Verse 36. The soldiers, Heretical. That's uh, the soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. In 38, there was a written notice above him which read this. This is the king of the Jews. On 39, one of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. And I'm going to pause before I go to 40. Because here it comes. We meet atheists and agnostics and other bitter Christians. Listen, I, I, this is what I call a bitter Christian. If you meet a man or a woman who says, I don't believe in God because those Christians didn't help me fix my car. Or the, the Catholic Church molests boys. Yeah. Or why would a God let uh, the uh, Palestinians do that to Jew people? Why would God let women get raped? Or why, These yeah, people yeah. are believers, man. You, how do you give credit like that to something you don't believe in? Yeah, that's very There's true. no way you're going to look at me and tell me God let this happen and you don't believe in God. Yeah. These things can't work. You can't have deep-rooted resentments for something that doesn't exist. Very true. You did. You, we get deep rooted resentments with our dad mm -hmm. because we love him, and <laughs> we had expectations. Come on. So I call those uh, those non believers that hate God. I call them Christians that haven't dealt Fun. with their resentment with yeah. God yet. <laughs> no, okay, that's probably not that funny. But one of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. That's the kind of stuff you're going to hear um, as you trudge this road of christianity persecution man persecution of, of christ himself coming. of christ himself yeah. uh, i someone actually said to me uh, i i put on my facebook and you can go find this too uh what's your favorite gospel song mm -hmm. and people gave me a bunch of secular christian music from fish but i said go gospel music i think matt knows the difference between gospel music and worship music but yeah. anyway yeah some people didn't know they just put worship music but one friend went on and said the one where the romans killed jesus yeah i saw that this is the kind of stuff that you're going to deal with, is hurled insults. Now, verse 40. Verse 40. Now, I do believe, as I read this text, this is the thief on the cross. Yes. This is the one who said, remember me, mm -hmm. right? Now, I really, I really, you know, Father, just open our hearts and minds to really receive the words about to be spoken. This word in Jesus' name, amen. Verse 40. But the other criminal rebuked him and said, Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserved. But this man has done nothing wrong. Now, I want to say in that, just in that, he, was, he also was tied up to a, a cross. Or, I, don't, I don't know how he was hanging there. Was yeah. he nailed as well? Or was this Jesus' specific You know, I, the torture? way I've always... This man was heard, dying on a cross yeah, too. Yeah. I've always heard it that, that Jesus was nailed. They were just tied. Were these, these other two men dying quicker than Jesus? I don't know. He was Jesus dying. Was, and he hurled out. Jesus was bleeding out. Too. I mean, this... this so. I, I, I argue this took work. What? For him to... For him to go, 
What is wrong with you, man? For him to lift up, to catch a breath. <laughs> Whatever it was he had to do to tell the other guy, stop all of this. What is, yeah. What's wrong with you? And look at what he said. He said, do you not fear God? Which means he just testified to, testified. to, to Jesus being God. Works. Go get your Bible. I didn't make this up. Go get your Bible. King James Version. Doesn't matter where you go. Then he, what do you say? What do you say? You're under the same sentence. You're guilty. Jesus has been called guilty, and I'm guilty. He's, we're accused justly. He is not. He has done nothing. All right, is that not what every Christian is saying? He is the innocent lamb. Didn't we play a clip last week where the guy goes, um, we're, we're not, we, when Christians sin, we're not hypocrites. We're, that's literally our thing. Yeah. We're sinners. We're sinners. Like, we are literally telling you we deserve the persecution mm -hmm. that Christ took. Yeah. That, this man just preached a sermon, and you're telling me he did no work? Right. Amen. Yes, he did works. He did works. And if he, and then he died. And no, he repented. <laughs> well, he repented. Okay, like, number he one, you say we don't need to do any work, mm -hmm. and that the, the thief on the cross did no work. I say he did. Yeah, Number two, you say repentance is, uh, you know. But here in verse 42, he says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He's professing that he's he's professing the gospel right That's here. It. That, that you, Jesus you, is Lord. Say, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Yeah. I, I just don't see how this is. Uh, <clears throat> this lines up with my works, faith, belief. It does not line <laughs> up with the grace. Well, I guess. And, but, but I mean, I think we got to, you know, you got to be specific that you don't. Get salvation through I don't, I don't, works. I don't know what specific is. Is that the you mean Pacific, right? No, no, no. I gotta be Pacific. You gotta be Pacific about it. Yeah. All right. We don't get salvation through works, but we yeah. we give others. We we bring others into salvation through works. I, I guess is the best way I could. Uh, I remember this scripture, and I don't know how this goes with your doctrine of grace. Faith without, without works. works. Is dead. is dead. So I want to bring back all you American Christians who don't like to do work. I just want to simply say the recovery program they works. Broke, they broke the legs of the thieves. Okay. So they were like, so, so yeah, even, so, even more so. So if his legs are broken, that means for him to get up enough air to, to profess what he just professed to, to the other, to the other uh, thief or, he had to pull himself he, up with his arms. Did. I'm telling you, it and, was, I mean, it was did, not. Yeah. This was probably more like Miles Rutherford than it was like um, Charles Stanley. Yeah. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> yeah, he, he yelled at that he, guy. Yeah, he, he, what he he's probably going, what? Wait, wait. <laughs> Jesus yeah. doesn't deserve this. We do. Yeah, he was, he was crying Which aloud. Which is, I guarantee, if you have an addict in your family, if you have someone who's practicing the occult, you want to do the same thing. Yeah. You want to go, what is wrong with you? <clears throat> yes. So. So that was a detour. You want to get back on that track? Huge. That was my. To... That's my work sermon for today. <laughs> I don't think I would preach anything less than that. Yeah, I don't think I, it's I, I, But for so the faith without works is dead thing. I I feel like it's it's saying that if you aren't doing any works, then do you really <laughs> have do you really have the faith? <laughs> That has changed you. That has got me hot. I gotta take this little windbreaker <laughs> off that makes me look like Grandpa. I gotta get this thing off. Man. If, if, Say if, it again. Say it if again. If you are not doing works, okay. If I'm not discipling other if, men, if, if I'm not going out, if I'm not making it to the Bible studies, if, if I'm not studying myself so that I can teach a Bible study. If you're not supporting your local Josh ministries, with the money again. Oh my gosh. If you're not gosh. supporting your local uh, ministries, then if you're not doing any works, then do you really have the faith? of Christ that should be changing you Amen, into doing these things. 
not, again, not for salvation. No, because of because salvation. Because of salvation. It's good. It's a good Anyways, word. It's way see. off topic. Not where we're going on my fourth card. Uh, and I have 25 cards tonight, so <laughs> we are not there yet. Oh, you know what I got to do? Time time management, too. Time oh management, too. All right, so This has been such a passionate discussion. So do we want to flow into into my notes, all my notes? I'd like to stop real quick before you go into it. Um, Is this where you make an ad? Do, do you have, no, I don't want to make an ad. Do you, do you have something you want to say? Not particularly about it, but. I want to, I want to play with something real quick. You know what? I'm not going to. I'm going to let you just take it where you want. Okay. okay. Um, I have another scripture that I wanted to read. Go for it. Or, or you, you can, can read. No, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I truly believe that in recovery, in order for me to be able to do this thing, I've got to drop all my prejudices and judges toward, judgments towards people. Mm-hmm. So... One, One of the, the things, things that the Holy Spirit has shown me, or that the Lord showed me, is I was pretty rough as an addict. Yeah. Um, and, and I do I like to say I'm worse than you, and I've got it. You know, I, I'm, I'm, it was so bad for me. But my sponsor was way worse than me. Yeah. And I think as Christians, it's hard for some of us if we were raised in the church mm-hmm. and we stay, we listen to our parents and we fear God. We didn't make a bunch of mistakes. It's hard for us to look at people who've made a lot of mistakes and go, trust me, I'm just like you. But I think we've, all of us, no matter what uh, self-will we've had or how disciplined we've been or how much we've behaved, have had the evil thoughts, though. And we have all fallen short. And I think it's why, you know, Jesus says you sin in your mind. If you just look on something. I think that's why he said it, yes. Because some people were walking around righteous, like, well, I haven't done these things, so... You know, yeah, I have self-control. Control, I don't I, yeah, yeah, and so, so but if you, my, my dad, dad will snatch me, snatch me up. Snatch me up I try to do that. that. The fact of the matter is, is God knows your heart. So if you are doing these things in your heart, whether you're doing them, whether they're manifesting in something physical or not, you're still, you're still sinning. So, and I think Jesus, I, I, and I, I, Jesus really illustrates that a lot. Liza well. said something to me, to me that I, I dealt with about two years ago um, in the comments there. She said, "Are you doing works in the flesh? I hope not." And Liza, this is every person I've dealt with that was in recovery or Christianity who was expressing to me burnout. Yeah. Every single time I feel like I'm exhausted, I'm irritable, I'm discontent, I don't like the people I'm serving with, I don't like the building, I'm, I'm murmuring, I'm complaining about leadership, I'm complaining about the people next to me, that is a clear-cut sign to me that I am fully functioning in the flesh. Yeah. And I think we can do the same thing with our children and with our families, with our husbands and our wives. We do the same thing. If you find you're complaining about your wife all the time, you're probably doing your marriage in the flesh yeah, and not letting the Lord do your marriage. If you're complaining about your kids and every single thing your kid does puts you into fear and freaks you out, you're probably parenting in the flesh. Yeah, Probably. That's my response to that, Liza. I hope. That works. That's that, that was my experience. So, so yes, I watch out for it. Um, I can get in the flesh real easy. It's hard not to. I think we all can. I think. I mean, it's our it's our nature, right? It's it's our oh, nature. Results. When you start counting the numbers, you are not working for the spirit. You are doing your thing. Exactly. The spirit cares. I'm gonna quote Tammy right here. The spirit cares about just one more. Exactly. Just one more. 
It's, it's like, like and they say an A is just like, how, how much time you got? Got one day to I got today. today. I got today. For 17 straight years. For 17 straight years. <laughs> Someone, Someone got I said, I had 17 years of consistent sobriety. This goes, I could. I really, I really like that. <laughs> Keep coming back. <laughs> That's really all you can do. Because today is the only day I really have of, because I could just get all... And, and I, I think, think that's the other thing. It, it, you, you know, you're in the flesh when you're like, like I want my ministry to look like this. Yeah, I want my career to look like this. I want my relationship to look like. I want my marriage to look like this. That's flesh type of stuff, man. We gotta make way and let God do uh, what He was doing. My dad said he was twenty. That was his flesh saying that he was twenty. Can you clarify that? I'm, I'm going to give you a second to get distracted and go, what does that mean, Tammy? My dad just said he was 20. The 20th viewer that we had? I don't know. Number 20 of just one more? Okay. I'm going to distract her. Yeah. I want to know what that means, though. There she comes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, that's it. I, it really is that simple. I'm 20. I'm, I'm 20 some years sober. I will wake, wake up. up. Liza, thank, thank you. you. I love you. Thank, thank you for, for that, that response. Okay. okay. Now, it, it is, is not the mission of Christians to condemn people. That is not what we're doing. The, the, there's only one king that passes judgment. There's only one king that makes a decision. Mm-hmm. And it is not Brent. And if you are taking that on, you are definitely operating in the flesh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and out of your pay grade. grade. And that, way that, out of your pay grade. So that, that takes me to my next, my next segment before Josh goes into where he wants to go. Well, let's, well, let's, before you, because I know where you're going with this, because I think we had a discussion before you actually brought this up about, like, sitting and working with others, um, whether it be discipleship or whether it, whether it be, you know, um, sponsorship in AA or whatever, you get to a point where you got to know that they're tired of listening to your voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're tired of hearing what you're saying. They don't, it's not, you're not doing much good anymore. And I mean, you see people, you know, working with somebody and they may roll their eyes here or they, you know, you know, Dang, that was all, in my, all the way slide. to the bottom. Right, because I think when you wrote them, you put them back in order I in the opposite in order of no, how did. you wrote I've them. Numbered them. I was positive. I numbered them when I wrote them. Why would I? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, but anyways, because so I still have. This this was the gossip part, okay, which we were going to talk about love, and you jumped it. I have. That one was about being annoying, which is what this. Dealing, dealing with people, people that are still out there. They love watching this. I mean, look at this. I, 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 I think you jumped. jumped. I think you jumped some stuff. I don't think so, but go ahead. All right. You're, it's, it's, it's on you now. No, it's on you. You've taken over. Stay you away from gossip. gossip. We are not. For judgments and criticisms. Yes. Okay. All right. So, this was about community. This was about fellowship. This is about getting together. So, um, I started out by saying I'm worse than you. And yeah, I'm saying that my sponsor was worse than me. Mm-hmm. This is a humble heart. So if you're a, a Christian who's not really done any real dirt and you've always been disciplined, try to focus on the times you really thought some crazy stuff. And even today, I think we think crazy stuff that, um, you know, honestly, 
something's going on with porn, man. Like, I, I'm just going to say it. If 70% of America is looking at it, it makes so much money. It's such a big industry. Yeah. People in the church have to be looking at it. Yeah, I told there's, there's no way. Discussion. I mean, it, it, any the church is a subsect is is a cross section of of society as a whole. I mean, you know, there. So if there's seventy percent of people in in the world listening, watching porn in America, in America, then it stands to reason there's probably. Well, this your pastor said the numbers sometimes are worse in the church than they are in the country. Yeah, and so or yeah, the worldly numbers statistically. So someone's looking at it. So even if you're one of those Christians who just never really did anything wrong, but you look at porn, you're still yeah, you're still just as bad as the as the, as the guy who was stealing to get heroin and stuff like that. Like we 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 need to humble ourselves when we're dealing with other people in discipleship and recovery. We need if someone comes to me in recovery and they've made some really bad life decisions or they are currently still living in some of these bad life decisions, I can't just go, Eek! Don't touch me, don't get that on me. And I think it's the same thing in the church. When we're dealing with Christians that are still struggling with cussing and they're still struggling with porn and they're still struggling with cigarettes and they're we cannot just go you're going to hell because you smoke cigarettes. I, we have to find a place where we are willing to be available and working. Buy them cigarettes? No, that's not what I'm saying. Um, but do everything in love. And then I, tra- I said, I, I, I took this to our families. So when I'm speaking to someone, if I'm in counseling about my relationship, and I say, God's the most, most important thing to me, and then they say, then your spouse, then your family, then your ministry. They have like a ranking. I'm going backwards with this. Okay, I'm going to go backwards up to the top. Okay. All right. So, and everybody knows in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but I do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. This continues all the way through 4, where he's saying, if you're doing things, you can have all the mysteries in the world. You can have all the gifts of healing. You can be so wise in recovery. You can know all the Old Testament. You can know every Hebrew word. You can do everything perfect. But if you're not loving the people that you're discipling or the people that you're sponsoring and you're not caring for them, you're really just annoying everyone around you. And then, um, and this, so I want to say, this starts with people that we don't know, non-believers, active addicted, homeless people, um, people outside of our church that we're trying to reach, okay? Mm-hmm. It starts with them. We need to love them this kind of way. Yeah. Where when we're talking to them, that we're being loving, we're being patient with them. So I want to read this real quick uh, from 4 to 6, which again, or 4 to 7. I think we all know this stuff, but I'm going to read it real quick. This is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 in the NIV. I don't know how we switch to that, but it's in the NIV now. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It doesn't gossip about the person as they tell you what's wrong with them. It's not self-seeking. It is not looking for control in this relationship. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil. So it's not going to find out. Josh is going to come to me and say, hey, man, I've been stealing. And I'm going to go, ha, 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 ha. Yay, he's evil. I knew he was evil. Oh, man. Right? It, but it rejoices with the truth. That's, I should rejoice when Josh tells on himself. 
Yeah. That's, that's, that's how, how we overcome the enemy, enemy is telling ourselves. It always protects. It always trusts. always hopes. always perseveres. Love never fails. Love never fails. This even goes into the gifts and we'll cease. There will be no need for them anymore. That's, that's why I talk about pets, because there will just be no need for that stuff anymore. Yeah, because it's... Well, I'm sorry, Liza, forgive me. Does your grandmother have pets? No. <laughs> Nailed it. I, Liza, Liza, you and I are... Uh, you, you have, have a, a grandfather, grandfather too? Yeah. I want to meet these people someday. All right. These, these are Sarah's parents? parents? Yeah. They're here now? No. no. Oh. <laughs> Eliza, we, we have, have to have, have dinner, dinner sometime <laughs> soon. They live literally a stone's throw from Worship of Wonders. So. He says everything is a stone's throw from Worship of Wonders. You know, There's nine, nine churches. Nine churches are on the church. Have you been to that church on Sunday morning? You feel, feel yeah. yeah. Go on a Sunday, Sunday morning, you feel bad, bad for every single church. On <laughs> You're like, what, what is happening? Like 9,000 people are going here, and seven people went there. And they're literally across the street looking at your church. Like, it doesn't even look like a church. It's not a church. <laughs> okay, that was, I'm off on another tangent. Um, but Liza, I love that you have no inordinate affections. But we'll just move on. Look that word up if you've never heard that word before. That's a real word. I don't inordinate affections. You look, look it up, up on your phone, phone and tell us what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm to include Justin in this. So, so anyway, so we, that's what we're reading about doing this stuff in love. And I want to transfer that up. People on the street, people that aren't believers, people that are in active addiction, people that scare you, people that got the whites of their eyes tattooed black, people that have made permanent decisions um, with uh, transformations from one sex to another, and now they're coming to Christ. Yeah. How hard is that going to be for you to lay hands on a man that, that has already had breast implants. implants. Yeah. But, but it, it might happen. It might be happening. Don't, don't read it out to me. Don't read it. Yeah. Right. Inordinate, Inordinate affection is. Inordinate affection is an unsound and obsessive attachment to a person or thing which manifests through uncontrollable love. Ooh. Mm. That was good. I don't, I don't know if anyone could hear that. Uh, it was, that was a great definition. I mean, that's, you know, that's what <clears throat> we talk about. When we talk, about pets, when we talk about pets, I mean, that's, you know. All kinds of things. We can do that to anything. We can do that with our truck. We can do that with our job. But we, as Americans especially, do that with our pets. Well, yeah, I mean, we do it with our spouses. I mean, if it's, you know, unhealthy or, you know, now, if you want to, you can, can look, look up inordinate affection Bible and find out where it is if it's in the Bible. Is it in the Bible? Is, Before he gets there, is is Brent's uh, ideas of this scripture? Or does he just make this stuff up on his own? There are only two places. I think it's a mixture that the word inordinate is used: Ezekiel twenty three eleven and Colossians. Read Colossians 3 5 to me, son. We, or just no, read. It's not, it's not here. Wait, wait, oh, okay. Can you, can you look up Colossians 3 and just read the. Colossians 3 5, it has to do with the, with affections that are unclean because they are associated with the insatiable appetites of the flesh. You can read the whole thing. It says, stay away from inordinate affections. That's how Paul wrote it. That's how Paul was inspired to write it. Paul was inspired to write it. So, anyway. You take that to mean. Like, like pets and stuff. Later on in heaven, uh, later on in heaven, we will not need have a need for inordinate affections. The need won't be there. So I assimilate. Is that a, is that the correct word? That's not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
I, there's another word I'm looking for. I come back. I, I come to the conclusion. Okay. That if we don't need an ordinate affections in heaven, that that's funny. It's got to it's got to do something with this the way this microphone's. Eliza goes, you're echoing, but Justin is not. That's crazy. It's got to do something the way this is hooked up in my thing. Yeah, maybe I got to figure it out later too. Um. You don't, you don't need, need the pets, pets when you get, get there. No. That's, that's all. That's all I'm saying. You don't need any of the, of the things you think you need. Yeah. That's all. Some, some of us, though, if there's pets in heaven, some of us are headed towards 30 cats. <laughs> Just don't see there's a need for 30 cats. Um, she said we do need pets in heaven. <laughs> she just comes back on all horse. <laughs> it's not a pet. <laughs> Jesus is not coming back. <laughs> On a pet, a pet. <laughs> <laughs> pet horse. <laughs> okay, sorry. sorry, sorry, Amy. <laughs> I uh, didn't mean to go there. It happens, it happens all the time. Happens. So anyway, that everything we do in love, I have to, I have to love Amy and say, okay, Amy, your pets will be there. And, and, and you know, we're going to heaven. By the time you know, by the time we're there. I, I don't think we'll even remember our pets, so it'll be that. So, when, when you're working with others, you have made permanent decisions, too. Maybe you don't have permanent consequences from them. Maybe you do. Yeah. Uh, maybe they look different. You made decisions that could have resulted in permanent consequences that just maybe by the grace of God did not. Yeah. Let me say it that way. There. Now, where would you like to go? Thank you for letting me have my segment. That was my segment. And all the things we do when we're working with others, do it in love. Do it in love. Don't, don't be annoying. annoying. Um, don't, don't be, be preachy. preachy. I think I kind of wanted to talk about the the um, similarities and differences between sponsorship and covering. Okay. Because nope, that's not it. Six, seven. Go ahead. I told, him, I, I told him I wanted to talk about this two weeks ago. Um, he's acting like I didn't mention this or something like that. Anyways, it's in these notes. Oh, no, there's slide eight. Okay, keep going. Working with others requires patience and love. Extend for our spouses and family. I don't know. I didn't put anything you were saying. You, I thought you were reading from chapter 7 in the big book. I was. No, you didn't. When did, you didn't read one word from chapter 7 in the big book. At all. I, I, I told you at the beginning, I don't want to sit here and read the big book. I want to read the big, big book. The big, big book. Okay, go, just go with it. The, I was talking about how groups are set up, and now we're going to transfer that to churches. Yeah. Okay, go. So, but I, so let's, we'll touch quickly on like sponsorship as far as like when you are in recovery, you want to get someone who you trust to go through the hardest parts of this with. As far oh, yeah. as the steps and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, that's where I was talking about the gossip part. part. Let's go back to that. Let's see here where we are. Five. Yeah. No, not five. Six. Here so, we go. so what you're saying, we've gone through these calls already, but you haven't, why are they still sitting here then? I don't know. I, we're all over the place. I thought you are throwing away. We are away as you disorganized. Were. So, you find a home group so you can work with other people. Mm-hmm. You find a church so you can get to know other Christians. Get to know other Christians. Okay. So, the church structure and the covering is, is what we're talking about here. Okay. Okay. So, if you have a home group and you have a sponsor, you're... Covered. Covered. Yeah. If you, you find, find a home church, church and a pastor, pastor 
Mm-hmm. You, you start, start getting involved in this, you're, you have a covering, right? So, and I, I, I simply warn, don't go out there. I, I meet people all the time that have come door to door with us and, and done different works with us, but they didn't have a home church and they had no covering whatsoever, who are like, oh, I'm going to do this on my own. I just don't suggest that. Yeah, like, like you, you need a covering of some sort. You need spiritual, spiritual, yeah, yeah. protection. Uh, also, this, this is exhausting. Like Liza like said, if you do it in the, fl- in the flesh, it can be exhausting. Plus, I, I don't know what this is, and I believe there's power in it, and I'm, I'm trying to figure this all out. So I don't know how to articulate this quite yet, but I want to unfold it. I just want to say this: you lose more people when you diss pets than you do when you ask for money. Yeah, we just lost that. It just dropped. But before, before I go, let, let me let me go, go back into this. this. When I'm, I'm learning about this right now, is if you come to me and you say I'm having the same nightmare and I don't get REM sleep, and we spend 10, 15 minutes casting that out and expelling that from your life, I get crazy pushback in the spirit for like a month. You fall asleep. And you're, you're doing, doing great. great. Everything's <laughs> wonderful. Every time I see you, you're like, oh, my gosh, right. I had this dream, and I, I'm so energetic. And, <laughs> but I'm hit, getting hit. My family's saying cross weird things to me. My manager's acting crazy. I got a crazy guy I work with who's trying to get me fired. It's like all of a sudden, all the places where the enemy has full, like, they're mad. These people don't even realize that you can expel something and, and get yeah. back to sleep like are coming at me mm-hmm. you know like left and right people are saying the most cross things to me and i'm like why did you say that mean thing and they're yeah. you know and and um resentments old resentments that i think have been worked out start creeping back up again could you imagine living that life without a covering yeah can you imagine going out without a group and just going out on your own and like like you were you were talking about um and i don't i'm not gonna bring up names but you're talking about you went out one weekend and a guy ended up knocking on a door by himself and ended up in the apartment and i don't know if yeah give him a hug or something like that he just he just went you know he went in he he looked safe and he's a big dude yeah he was a big dude so he went in and he didn't think he was at any risk and then he said for the next however many hours hours something discombobulated something leapt onto him as he before he got out of there and that's why you don't and we literally yeah. got to another uh, uh area and i said hey we're just gonna hit a couple more do you want to come with me and he's like i not right now because it just it just kind of you yeah, don't want to what you don't want to deal with yeah, this and stuff. then what happens is now you're this this ministry that you're out doing i'm talking about him he's out there helping with this ministry now you're not doing it you know what I'm saying? You're you're sitting the rest of the day out because you went in and and, and the, so if that happens and you're out alone, it, without somebody to try to pray that out of you all day long now, then I mean, who knows what happens and where you go from there? So now, isn't that the same? Right? I have the, I have the same similar story to uh, names because it gives us testimony. When you read the Bible, uh, has everyone in here read the Bible? All our live audience read the Bible. Read the Bible. What is your favorite part of the Bible? Would you say forgiveness for sins? Probably Joseph. Joseph, you love Joseph, Emily. What's your least favorite thing about the Bible, Jordan? You said this to me before, that's why I asked. Anybody else? They begat this. They begat that. They yeah. begat this. Oh, you get and, stuck in and a like, chapter in like Deuteronomy, where it's like, Numbers, freaking 
Yeah, Leviticus, I, well, no, not like, the words, but the offsprings where they're like, so, you know, they go through a whole lineage and you're like, oh, my God, you just skip over. She doesn't even read the names. Yeah, I, 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 in recovery, the names are important. Yeah. Bill W., Dr. Bob, yeah. and as 100 men and women got clean, 1,000 men and women, a million. It keeps going. Brent, Josh, Roosevelt. Yeah. These things are important. The, the names yeah. are important to keep Because it gives, up. It gives a, a personalization to a story. Or these, a these people yeah. brought us this testimony. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about Peter and Paul and Philip and Barnabas and Titus. These people brought us the testimony they were yeah, martyred uh, another Stephen. another pastor i listen to he's like he gets on to his church all the time he's like y'all need to quit calling these people characters they're not characters this is these are real live people that lived in you know in these times and like they're not just characters in a storybook and yeah. so yeah it's the same kind of thing do you think I, names are important do you think i lost tammy is tammy still here i don't know Tammy's bouncing in and out a little bit. I don't know. Does Tammy have Tammy doesn't have them, does she? <laughs> well, so um, where were we? We're, we're, we're talking about the names. Yeah, don't call them characters. Call them they're yeah, actually yeah. real people. Real people. So, um, yeah. but there was a point. I had a whole point when I asked everybody about reading all the names. Yeah, the, you know, all of the people that got us. Here, here, it's, yeah. It's an, it's an, you know, it's an important thing. Yeah. And covering and pastoring and sponsorship and working, you know, the group stuff, having long lasting recovery. Yeah. Having a great church life, even though Christians are crazy. Christians be crazy. Christians are crazy. They. And so. I think once you get into like, as as you slowly start getting more and more into leadership at a church, you start to see it even more and more dude i want i literally want to sit down and do a documentary on trying to change your life from the minute you get saved in the service so i want to at the beginning of the documentary i want to show probably lives of maybe six or eight characters Mm -hmm. okay um one of the characters or two of the characters obviously being raised in the church the whole time yeah right and being kind of having talents in the church so being able to sing or Mm -hmm. something like that um and then throw in some Christians that came out of something. Of the world. So they, they show up, they get invited to this church where you have two of the characters are, have been in this church their whole life. Mm-hmm. And then this one character shows up, gets saved, an altar call, and maybe a few others that get saved, right? Like four or five other characters that still struggle. Mm-hmm. So you have one that gets saved and he's all in or she's all in for Christ from out the gate. Yeah. And starts trying to serve this church. But these people are there that have been there forever. And they're like kind of block blocking and not, you know, and then show these other Christians who still struggle with their sin. They got saved, but they go, they don't do what this character did. They, they're still kind of waffling yeah. and watch how, you know, just kind of the walk, the walk. Because yeah. it's been dude for four years. This has been something I, I didn't can, expect. And you can call the documentary The Walk. The Walk. I, just, I like it. I just named your documentary. Yeah, that, that, I like welcome. it. Let's do, let's start working on that project. Okay. Uh, if you want to support us, go to Venmo. Is this um, where we, is this where we uh, no, take I, up the I, offering? Uh, is, you were dropped right where you said it. Right where you said go to Venmo. <laughs> no, I want to. This is. This is. I want to hit a couple key points to avoid <laughs> when working with others. Is that cool? Yeah. I did hit this one. Working with others requires patience and love. Extend to our spouses and family. We hit that right. I don't remember hitting that, but yeah. Yeah, I read First Corinthians. <clears throat> 
Okay, so First Corinthians three. I'm gonna I'm gonna go here. Dear brothers and sisters, Paul was inspired to write this. First Corinthians chapter three, verse one. When I was with you, you, uh, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to spiritual people. I had to talk as though you belonged to this world, or as though you were infants in Christ. I had to feed you with milk, not with solid food, because you weren't ready for anything stronger, and you still aren't ready, for you are still controlled by your sinful nature. You are jealous of one another, and you quarrel with each other. Doesn't that prove you are controlled by your sinful nature? Aren't you living like the people of the world? I Mm. extend this scripture to working with addicts. If someone is still drinking, if someone's still getting high, I'm not going to spend time with them. We're not going out to bars and, and, and sitting with people who are drinking and trying to get them in, you know, to stop drinking. I'm not. I'm it, not going to invite a drunk person to church while or to a meeting, to a meeting while yeah. they're currently drunk. Right? If, I mean, I, and if a, if, a, if a drunk stumbles into a meeting, as long as they tend to not be disruptive or if, as long as they're not disruptive they'll let they they're they can stay like i've seen them let people stay all the time i've seen a couple get disruptive and be asked and be escorted out but nobody's going up to that person after the meeting and trying to preach recovery to them right they're just letting right. them come in yeah hearing like a, little a little bit of it and i and, and, and look, maybe it's according to yeah. scripture people in the occult and non-believers can sit through our services yeah, I mean, it, it, there is a scripture where Jesus is preaching to them in the synagogue, and one of the guys has a demon on him, yeah. and in the side of the thing. So people in the occult can come in, and that's that's the extension, right? Is I'm saying, when people are drinking still, they're using and they're high. I'm not going to spend any time trying to sober them up, okay? Yeah. And that's the same thing with people who are dealing. Unbelievers are in the occult, or they're doing a lot of sexual immorality. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't plant plant seeds. It shouldn't mean that we shouldn't. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't love them and try to model a better way and and every now and then maybe you could say something maybe you can interject something if they have a question or if they you know but we don't sit there and just browbeat them and try to you gotta stop doing this right evangelize evangelize to people who are actively in the occult or try to uh, um, correct someone who is actively Mm -hmm. in addiction now i will say this if you are a christian like i am if you are in recovery like we are and you're not seeing all of the testimonies that I, you often hear me talk about. You're going to have to do more works, unfortunately. <laughs> and I, what I simply mean by that is find a group. Victory Drive meets every week at 630. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and I have talked about that. That group not being there and some of the things I've went through, if I didn't have that group coming up or had just got just left that group when I had to deal with some things, it would have been a, a little more... Uh, hard to deal yeah, with. Yeah. Um, and, and then find a home church close to your house and, and get plugged into it. This, If you do those two things, um, you find some kind of group, recovery group, and you find a home church. So two times a week, you're going to meet somewhere and you've committed to it. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet people that you can work with. Yeah. Once you start doing this, you start meeting people that will work with you, you get plugged in. Outside in life... And I, I don't think extent. we're talking about like... And I'm, I'm going to talk on the on the Christian side of it. I don't. We're not saying don't go like talk to your family members that aren't that aren't are non-believers. Don't, we're not saying don't go do that. Like you go talk to them. Go try to. We're talking about like the extremes out there in the world of, of people who are actively in Satan worship and whatever. Like they've given themselves over to this. We're not to tr- go and try to. I'm not going into a, sa- a Satan worshipper's home. 
and try to where he's got a pentagram and some candles. Yeah, because no matter how casting out demons. I mean, granted, we're we're going prayed up and whatever, whatever, but you, something could jump on you. I mean, oh, I can, oh, I can pray off that <laughs> that, but you know, when you leave, you'll just yeah, he'll just manifest his whatever he was doing before. I can yeah, he, I mean, it's the same with the alcoholic. You can take the beer away from him. He's going to go buy more beer. And this is what you we throw were, his dope in the toilet. And this is what we were talking about earlier is being close enough to someone who, just people in general, all over in all walks of life, being close enough to people on, on your periphery or in their periphery to where when there starts to become cracks in what they're doing, right. when they're starting, this goes for drinking, this goes for drugs, this goes for people being in the cult, watching porn, anything, when they start to notice in their own lives that they're catching consequences, consequences or little things. Like, I, like I, I, Everybody I've met in the occult that practices astrology, manifesting, all these different things that are in the occult, have dark, dark, dark uh, dreams. Yeah. And they have dark thoughts. And they, th- they think of cannibalism and they think of murder because the occult takes you and it's basically, to deeper, darker things. basically thing. just... For people who don't know what the cult is, I mean, it's basically well, just if Satan you're going to transition to say Justin at our live audience <laughs> just asked what is the occult, so okay. I always like to throw it back to Justin and say Google the occult. And you'll... <laughs> but it is basically, I mean, it's it's, it's basically like pagan worship, Satan worship. I mean, anything that's outside of your honestly, I'm you know again, hey, what's hey, up, Levi? This gets me in trouble every time. Um, but I, I I'm gonna, I'm just going to go there, man. If you um, think that if you believe that you're that these little things happen energies in the yeah. world are happening with traffic lights and and just you know weird things and you're accrediting them to some weird energy in the world you're practicing stuff that's in the occult I, when i said when I saw want to go there. Your grandmother said, "No, Justin, do not Google the occult." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but you I know, mean, a lot of the stuff. Do you want to go there? I, yeah, if you want to, if you, I don't have anything on that. So if you want to go there, you go there. I, I mean, I, you'd have to. I, I'd have to bring in some more uh, um, stuff on it. So I, I won't go there. There's now, the occult is anything that becomes a religious practice in my you know, from my perspective so far, hmm. that's not of Christ. Christ. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, uh, it, all these things open doors. But but some of them do go darker than others. So, and, and I think when and when the world speaks of the occult, they're talking of Satan worship, pagan worship, stuff like that. I mean, I, I, mean, Google, I can Google it on my iPad. Sacri- sacrificing babies to Baal. Like that, did that's you? the occult. Yeah. What did it say? Well, I mean, it has a few different, there's a noun adjective in the verb. Which one are we going for? Go What's for the, the noun, noun first. I don't hear the noun. Noun. It says supernatural, mystical, or magical beliefs, practices, or phenomena. And that's are, it. Are we using it right? Yeah. I'll, that, say that's it. I'll say this. I'll say this. So, if you if you if you move into your uncle's house in Louisiana, and it's a mansion and it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and you get into that home and you start trying to care for it, um, Levi, okay, we're gonna have to block Levi. On I know here. what's going on here. That's funny, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're an so ex. You're an ex. I'm you, an ex Taurus. You move. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm a Capricorn. This is the best sign, Levi. What do you want me to say? When you move into, if you move into a home 
and, and it's a be- big, beautiful mansion. It was your uncle's house, right? And you get settled there. You have your wife there. You have your kids there. You get settled there, and you start hearing things in the night, and you start telling your wife, I think Unc has has haunted the house. And, of course, that's going to freak her out, and the kids are scared, but you're cool with it. It's your uncle. He gave you the house. Yeah. So you start working with uncle, like, should I should I take this job, Unc? Should I should I bet these numbers in the lottery? Should I say, you know, you start can you help me out with my kids, Uncle? And you start working with him. You're that's the you're in the occult when you start because um, that's not really your uncle. It's some demon that has manifested in the house, and right. you're just playing around with it. Is that did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like like you know, are, you think we're using it noun wise? We've been using it kind of correct. Yeah, I think yeah. we're good. Do you want to read the other two? Sure. What you said? There's a verb. There's there's an adjective and a verb. Let's do adjective. Okay. Uh, involving or relating to supernatural, mystical, or magical powers. So it's, okay. And the verb's going to be a basically the same. A follower of occult practices similar to voodoo. Ooh, yeah. So, so, yeah, okay, like so there's the other thing. Yeah. Now, and now this was big for Jesus, right? Jesus said when you pray, don't keep saying the same thing over and over again. Chants. If someone's chanting, if they're doing the same. Have you ever been brokenhearted yet? Has any girl like left you and it hurt you? Yeah. All of the suggestions that people gave you is a cult practice. <laughs> Where am uh, I wrong? I, unless they told you to go to church. Unless they said, go to church early, help set up, stay late, meet some people there. Everything else that you re- received as advice was a cult practice. Yeah. Is that... Is that go fair? talk to some other girls. Go do... Yeah, I mean, there's so that, many... That's things. big. I that's mean, that's manipulation. Number, A1, is the big. number one, yeah. yeah. Go wrong. talk to other girls. Take all the pictures of you guys together and burn them. And burn them, That's yeah. a cult. That's a cult. Take a, a flock of her hair and put it with this and she'll come back. A cult. A cult. I'm going to do that again. <laughs> do you have a toothbrush of hers and we can get a swab of her DNA and blah. A cult. A cult. <laughs> uh, go date her friend. A cult. A cult. <laughs> uh, rock bottoms. Okay, so when people get to these places, what do you do? What do, I want to go on a couple things. Well, that's what not was, to I, do. That's kind of what I was. Okay. I was saying yeah, was that going. when, like, be in these. If you if you have the opportunity, be in these people's lives on the on the peripheral, so that when they start to get towards their rock bottoms, you notice it. You you know these people well enough to see when things are starting to happen and then you can if you're discerning you can know when to interject yourself and step in and try to now we can now their hearts may be softened a little bit more and you can and you can help them you know come into the kingdom or at least make you can at least start planting seeds because sometimes people are too far gone for you to even plant seeds so when when they start to get a like I said get a little kinks chinks in their armor they get a little break here a break there because you know they're live since they're in such a dark place they're not being able to sleep at night and they're you know what I'm saying stuff yeah. like that things are attacking them and whatever like they may come to you and just with this complaint not coming to you as is there something you can do for me I'm not sleeping at night they may just be talking to you about it in in, in you know take all these little things and store them away so that when it comes to a point you can be like yeah so i know this has happened and this has happened and so what do you you know and you can kind of flow through talking to them to be able to pull them out of what they're doing or at least say at least be a catalyst for the lord to pull them out of what they're doing yeah 
And I, so if you start to meet people like this, and I think you will, especially after this discussion, mm-hmm. but especially if you plug into church, you plug into a recovery group of some sort, you'll start to meet people like this. Justin, you probably in the next six months are going to meet one person and you're going to go, wow, he's really into the occult. Yeah. Um, as this starts to happen, these people will look at you, especially if you're a Christian like I am, um, and ask you what's different. Meaning, you get to sleep at night because I don't really sleep that well. I get these weird, tormenting dreams. Yeah, they don't say, you know, as a Christian, do you get to sleep at night? They just, they ask, just say, yeah. Saying, hey, you they, is Brent. Right. Do you get to sleep at night? I'm having trouble sleeping. Yeah, like, you don't really, really like, get man. this like, weird pain in the and back you of your like, head. Man, I have a great night's sleep, and I wake up with joy. And you can start, yeah, yeah and you know where they're coming from with this question and the reason that it's happening to them. You don't have to be like, that's because you're in the occult. And I've had, but you can just be, thing. you give out your experience. My first couple, three years, people would tell me I couldn't stay clean if other men didn't work with me. If I didn't have sponsees, I wouldn't be able to stay clean. Yeah. So I started getting like freaked out about that because nobody was asking me for advice. Yeah. My first three years of recovery, no one said, hey, Brent, can I have some advice? So when that does start happening, if people start asking you for suggestions and advice, thank God. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, you can't get men and women can't get women to come into your life and say, hey, can you help me out with this situation? You will not be able to manifest that or make that mm-hmm. happen. Like, it's just, you be grateful. They if literally are come to sent you, to you by God. Seriously. Yeah. And and so I got some do's and don'ts about that. And then we'll close up and, and, and move on with our prayer. Yeah, night. We gotta, know, I know we're getting I want to push. I don't answer phone calls, Levi, because I'm always pushing to the very next thing. But if you try between 430 and 450 today, I might answer. And then around 9.15. And then around 9.15. Okay. Um, or you could just come my to first thing, Wonders and hang out with us tonight at the Remnant Rally. Yeah, yeah, Levi, just come. What's the address? Uh, 1887 uh, Powder Springs Road in Smyrna. Marietta. 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 Great. Give him the wrong address, and then he's what? really good. Well, tonight. we'll get him a ticket. Tickets for uh, the prayer tomorrow. Okay. So it's Marietta, not Smyrna. My bad. So I live in Smyrna. Yeah. That's my address. My... <laughs> uh, Right now, we're not giving out the Victory Drive phone number because it ends in 1666. So we're trying to get that changed before people start thinking we're dealing in the occult. And Justin's laughing, but it's, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. And people will look at that and be like, oh, what is that? I'm not calling that number. 678-826-6431. Um, if you watched our episode on religious spirit last week. <laughs> okay, so... If people start to ask you for suggestions, number one thing that you want to do when someone starts asking you for suggestions is provide literature for what you're suggesting so that people know it's not your own personal opinion. Mm. It's very important that when we're working with other people, that if it's if we're working with new Christians and we're discipling them, that we are talking about what the Bible says, yes. not what we think. Mm-hmm. That is, look, what you think is great. I love it. Suggestions. But seriously, come out of the Bible with your suggestions. Mm-hmm. Don't come out of, oh, well, God told me that you should get married. That's not what the Bible says. Yeah. So, you know, do the right thing. And then um, on the flip side, I don't, I don't know why I said get married. That, that, that Anyway, the Bible does say to get married. I don't know why I said that thing. And I'm all messed up because of the 666 phone number. And I can't get, <laughs> can't get back in. All right. So on the flip side, in recovery, don't tell people... You know, dance around on your head three times and hold a book because that's something you did in the middle. Stay to the literature. Yeah. The easiest way to do it is provide 
an actual book to the person and have them have read a chapters Bible. and then discuss yeah, it. And, yeah, and this text messaging. So I was telling Josh this early on in my recovery. I would ask you to read something. I would say, hey, go read Matthew. Hey, go read chapter three in your recovery literature. But now I can literally text that to you. Mm-hmm. I can literally wake up in the morning and go, here's the morning prayer. Here's, you know, this worksheet, yeah. this whatever, and then call you at lunch. And be like, hey, did you get that stuff? Like, you know, check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's become easier um, with people that don't like to read. You're going to meet that. You're going to meet Christians who don't comprehend. That's why The Chosen is so popular is because people don't like to read the Bible. So they write Levi, so they watch the Bible. that thinks that it's, and think that it's biblical, yeah. You love that show. I do love the show, but I don't think it's biblical. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I love the show as an entertainment so for entertainment purposes. With situations like that, I just read with them. Like I go, you know, step, you know, walk it out. Um, now the next one is uh, a do do don't do whatever. Yes, okay, yes, is awesome. know when you have fed milk, cereal, meat. Mm-hmm. When you're talking with some people, it's it can get exhausting. 30, 45 minutes of recovery conversation. Those just milk in there. Yeah, well, yeah. You Soften know, learn how you're, a little bit. Like yeah. you would a child. You know, you're giving milk, and then as they're getting it, you give them a little cereal. And then back off, let them burp a little bit. You know, let them, like, kind of... Yeah. And, and, um, uh, if they're a child in the faith, let's just talk... If they're a baby... People say baby Christian all the time. If they're a baby Christian... You don't just if you have a baby in your as a as a mom, you don't just the, immediately shove meat down their throat. Like and you, you don't keep going. Yeah, you start. Oh, them in, you there's start a them teeth. In the, there's a tooth cutting, so I'm going to start shoving chicken. Yeah, after he's already eaten. Yeah, this, so like you, you give him a bottle. Uh, you, you let him start on milk, and you also don't give him two bottles. You let them finish off the bottle, and then you you naps them, are in there, yeah, and some other some stuff, yeah. and then and then as they slowly start to, to eat the baby food, it's a little bit more solid, and then finally, eventually, when they get teeth, yeah, when they get teeth, and yeah. they can really then you can really glom onto the, this, then you give them, and then you slowly food. give them vegetables, and yeah. you slowly as they grow, yeah. it's the same kind of thing here with ministry and with uh, recovery is we don't want to exhaust people with our lectures and mm-hmm. our. Um, so saying really like know when you're becoming yeah, just read the an room. annoyance, know when you're becoming overbearing, yeah, and know and and, and be and be humble. If you want to hang out with someone for three hours, spend forty five minutes talking about this, then let them tell you how their life's like, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, let like, them kind of lead the conversation from there, and they will most of the time. Um, avoid statements that are def- definitive. Definitive. That's yeah. the word you gave me today, yeah. right? You don't want to say. If you do this, this will happen. Yeah, which they or which you do see, you have to do this because I which did you this. see a lot in Chris in, in, in church, yeah, especially in the American church these days. Is if you do this, this is going to happen for you. If you tie this, you're going to manifest. It's going to manifest this way. You're gonna you're gonna get a new car next week. I mean, we see it a lot with with the with so called prophets that that, yeah. pro, that are more P R O F I T. And you see, the, I, I'm, than, same thing. I, I met a guy who I was about six years clean, and he was about. Uh, 18 months clean mm-hmm. and he bought a Corvette and he pulled up at the group and he jumped out of his Corvette and he threw the key at me and I caught the key and he goes that's what recovery gets you that's not true that's not true isn't <laughs> that no that opens the that opens a door recovery opens a door that to for you to turn your life around so that you could possibly 
eventually get to where you can get a good job now because you're not worried about, sure. you know, sure. stuff, and it can end up with that. But that is not the what we're it's not what we're pushing for yeah we're you pushing wanna, for you not to die on drugs you want to switch you want to switch words and yeah. say you know are 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 all my financial decisions perfect does everything work out for me yeah. not necessarily but i tithe faithfully and this works for me yeah um or you know i doubt that that's going to work for you if you don't find a, a home church to go to yeah i doubt that that'll work um you know if someone comes to you and says i'm trying to get plugged in but there's so many clicks well have you went to any of the bible studies the men's groups no okay well i doubt you're going to get plugged into something that you're just not really willing to yeah to become a part of mm. um and then of course the i'm giving you suggestions i'm not telling you law i'm not telling yeah. you that you you, you know you have to practice the Sabbath and, and, on Saturday. And you can you can use things like "this worked for me," but you know we're different. So you know you do it how you you know you muddle through this how you and if I'll give you advice as we go along. But I'm not gonna we're we're not in the business of walking someone's faith out for them. You work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, and I'll work out mine, and we can do it. You know as you know a, ch- a church body or whatnot amen amen so that's the end of our show that is the end of are our you show. wanting to leave like right now can i two I minutes mean, to pr- no, you want to pray a little bit yeah you can, can you, you can pray you, and you pray a little no, bit you can pray a little bit and then we'll maybe, you uh, maybe you might maybe you might it depends on how uh how the prayer goes i might not hit some of the things that you yeah. want to hit you know what i mean just run the okay. so um that's what we're going to start doing at the end um i guess we maybe started doing this three or four weeks ago mm-hmm. is at the end we're just going to start uh praying for different things um if you have anything in the comments if you're still watching i know a lot of viewers have dropped off because of the pet thing but if you're still there um if you if you want us to pray for anything drop some prayers in the comments but i'm going to open up in prayer and just go right. um i know you guys don't have microphones are you a big prayer do you I pray out loud i pray with like out loud, yeah. You pray out loud, but not with other people in the room? Really okay, so if anybody else wants to pray during this time, you are invited to do so, but you don't have to. There's, I do want to make your dad, like I want to make him do it, but that wouldn't be very recovery of me. Um. So, yeah, I'll open in prayer. Um. Sometimes I pray with my eyes open, man. Sometimes I close them. I don't know. Yeah. It's that religious spirit. What does it matter? <laughs> Father, we do. We come to you. God, you are good. You have been good. You will always be good. You're good right now and you're good in the future. Father, I like the way that you created everything. I like the way you made the relationship with Adam and Eve. I like, Father, how you just worked it out with Abraham. Uh, I like that you made a, 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 a covenant with Noah that you that you wouldn't do this to us again. I, I just like everything about your system and your plan. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. You are the king, the king of kings, Jesus. We ask that you come into our podcast, that you come into this room that Josh calls his prayer closet, that you come uh, uh, just into this whole situation, Jesus, take over. Move through our hearts and our minds, Holy Spirit. Prick us and convict us of any areas that we need to lay down right now. Inspire us to pray for each other. Inspire us to pray and press in. Father, for... Anybody that might be watching this right now, I ask that you reach out to their heart, that you love on them, that you show them that uh, you are love, that you're unconditional love, that you have forgiveness in you. 
You show them that you are the way, Lord. I ask that you inspire anybody that watches this to read their Bible, to, to take their Bible in like medicine with meals, to start to speak to you, uh, not as a, a, a supernatural being up in the sky, but as a friend, as their father, as their savior, as a redeemer and counselor, that they start to reach out to you before they make decisions, before they open a new credit card. Father, inspire us. To, to talk to you before we make any new decisions, before we change uh, from this subscription to that subscription. If we want to leave LA Fitness and go to Planet Fitness, that we talk to you first, Lord. That when we're driving, that we reach out to you. That when we're going into work, if we're having problems, before we gossip, we come to you, Lord. I ask that you inspire that in us. Inspire us a new love for the world, the love that you have for people. That we don't look at people and see the spiritual war that's going on and dislike the people but we dislike the sin, that we dislike the spiritual warfare that's going on. Teach us to be uh, uh, offensive with the devil, not defensive. Holy Spirit, inspire us to get ahead of him. Every morning that we're waking up saying, Lord, go ahead of us. Keep us from sin. Keep us from using. Keep us from self-harm. Keep us from taking advantage of people and hurting people and being self-seeking. Father, go ahead of us and change the way that we're viewing other people. Change our perspective towards our moms and our dads and our brothers and people that hurt us. Lord, teach us to be forgiving and loving and give people that chance that you're giving them, the extension that we can, we can be there for them when the Holy Spirit pricks their hearts and they need someone to disciple them. Teach us to be disciples, Lord. Inspire us to read your Bible. Inspire us to get plugged into a church, to meet people, to, 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 to get to know people that have struggle with the same things we're going through now and can help us walk and people who are about to struggle with the things we've already walked out of lord put people in our path that we can help that we can pray with give us give us assignments jesus give us assignments holy spirit things to do give us things to do i know uh, american christians don't want to work lord but give us something to do something besides feeding ourselves and serving ourselves and thinking about ourselves lord Give us something that takes us out of ourselves. Give us a group we can go to early and set up. Give us a church family that we can go and, and, and hug on people. Father, teach us to just, just do your will. Teach us what your will is. Teach us how your character is. And teach us to do your will. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. You do it every time. I pray what you were going to pray. Every time. It's such an easy cop out when you don't want to pray, dude. I'll, <laughs> oh, bro, I really was gonna pray, but you said it. You said you it. did. You were, when you were talking about, you know, you're talking about give us work, give us and to reach out to the people across the thing. Like I'm just like, I mean, my prayer for the past week has been send us the harvest, like, and so that's pretty much everything you just said. Like send them. Oh, I want workers, man. The harvest is coming. <laughs> I know. We need more like, spirit-filled workers. <laughs> man. Like, the well, make us make us workers. I mean, I mean, mm. we are, but I mean, not as probably not as hardworking as. Maybe oh my gosh! I, I saw be. this quote, or I got this quote. Um, I think Jordan saw it, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he said, "No believer has ever reached the um, potential that God wanted them to." Yeah, probably not. No believer has ever done all the work. I know, Liza, and you asked us to do a prayer night, and we are working on it. Yeah, we had we had to figure. We have out. discussed this, and we are we are working on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like I said, 
send us the harvest is, is the kind of the, the prayer I've been praying for the past week or so. And that's where I was going to go if I prayed, but you pretty much covered all of that. So amen. let's go. Well, y'all have a wonderful week and tune in next Saturday at, I have, I literally. 2.30-ish? Okay. Three. What's next Saturday? Oh. Yeah. So. Four or five? Yeah, probably more like three or four. Yeah. Next Saturday. Um, Justin's going to share us with all of his awesome TikTok followers. Right. He also, you know what else? Uh, Justin, it's been such a blessing to have Justin here today. Because he taught us that between somewhere between 50 cents and $5 and $10 and other uh, denominations that could be five-ish, could be Cuban money in the five area, we could buy enough followers on TikTok. Matt, I heard a rumor, Matt, that you're buying your followers. <laughs> that is, that's all over the interwebs. That yeah, Matt Pelt, Matt buys Pelt his and followers. Pelt Music pays for his TikTok bot followers that are Mormon bots. <laughs> Mormon bots. On that note. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Wait, dude, what did we get? What was that last thing? Was it uh, no, not true. <laughs> oh, that defensiveness is. I, mean, uh, gonna, I read it on the internet. Uh, I'll tell you, like, a. We used to have old man up in Akron. We used to have an uh, old man up the uh, up the street that would say, uh, hit dog hollers. And Amy hit, just hollers. Yep, <laughs> hit dog just, hollers. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Matt Pelt. Dude, I, I, I said it again last night. I was doing greeting. This came up when I was greeting it. Ark Family Church, 6835 Victory Drive. Come visit us there. Oh, yeah, I was greeting last night. And, I said, and, and when people came in, I said, home of the Holy Spirit. And Woodstock's best kept secret, Matt Pelt and the Ark Family Worship Team. And it just feels good every single <laughs> it feels time. Good every it feels time good every single time, even though he so, paid for his followers. So, Ark Family Church. 6835 Victory Drive. Keep it going. What are you Woodstock, got? Georgia. What you got through the week? Victory Drive. On Thursday night. Recovery Group. On Thursday 6835. Night. Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. There will be food. There will be food. What do you got on Friday nights? Uh, church. church. 7 p.m. And another service on Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. And where services are... All week long. All week just long. stop. Just, just stop. If you, you want to pray at our Family Church, church just, just stop by. Um, Worship of Wonders Church at 1887 uh, Powder Springs Road. We have we have service on, uh, it's a quote-unquote Bible study on Wednesday nights at 7.30. We have prayer at 8 o'clock on Saturday night. And we have um, services at 9 and 11 a.m. on Sundays. But this weekend, starting here in about, about, Two and a half hours. We have our remnant rally that is starting. Yeah, come on, seven o'clock tonight. Um, it'll go through. Uh, I really don't know how long it'll go through until the spirit lets us out the door. Um, and then tomorrow we will not have a nine o'clock a.m. service. We will only have an eleven o'clock. That is part of the remnant rally. And then after that, we have a prayer intensive that you need to register for on the Worship of Wonders app. That starts at five fifteen sharp. The doors will be shut. Phones will be turned off. We It is a prayer intensive. And then at 7 o'clock after that, the remnant rally will continue and go until they say 9 o'clock. But does anything ever really get out of at 9 o'clock there? Uh, if, you, if, you <laughs> if you say I'm leaving at 9 o'clock. But it normally doesn't at 9. But anyway, so if that's like I said, 18, 1887 Powder Springs Road, Marietta, Georgia. I don't know the zip code. That's why. Oh, oh, that's, that's awesome, awesome, Amy. That would be, be awesome. awesome. I don't, I don't know, know what this is, too. We, we ain't got, got that, that kind of money. money. It's a basketball coach. Oh, oh, oh to, to pay, pay for their TikToks. TikToks. It's not, I, he doesn't come up. He's a random 
basketball coach on, on TikTok? TikTok? What's, What's it called? Pel- Pel- is it Matt Pelt Music? Matt Van Pelt. Is it oh, is it Matt Van Pelt? Oh my goodness, they changed their name. Anyways, we got to go because we got to get to the to the Remnant Rally. We hope to see some of y'all there. Um, and uh, see y'all next week. See the enemy fall back, fall back As you show your face, Lord Hear our voices call back, call back This is a call to war, Lord We will not fail, we will prevail This is our destiny So light the morning with your glory Claim your victory This is a call to battle This is a call to battle Blow the trumpet, shout in Hey everyone, welcome to Antioch Speaks. This is Brent Witcher, also from Victory Drive, Hands and Feet Ministry, and Ark Family Church. I just wanted to come on here for a short time uh, and talk about everything that's been going on. Uh, I've been uploading content, uh, hosting Thursday nights at 6.30 at 6835 Victory Drive, uh, heading out to the community, the cities, and the villages, just as described in Luke 13, 18-22. Uh, still working a full-time job. I'm spending this little bit of time to offer an opportunity to you to join us in partnership through Venmo, GoFundMe, and the Church Center app you can give to Ark Family Church, um, Hands and Feet uh, Ministry in Woodstock, as well as Victory Drive, all through that Church Center app, which you will find a QR code right there. Uh, Ark Family hosts a ministry almost every night of the week, as well as corporate prayers, um, and several other ministries that go out to a community. Hands and Feet is a ministry from ARC that serves the community once a month in outreach on Saturdays. It costs about $600 a month to do this ministry. You could host one month by partnering with us. Victory Drive serves every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, These are folks in recovery, drug addicted, personality disorders, different abuses, Um, anybody that's in recovery for different challenges. This is... Uh, probably running about $300 a month right now. You can give uh, to ARC, Victory Drive, or the Hands and Feet Ministry all through that Church Center app. That's the QR code that has the dinosaur on it. Um, Just scan that, put that on your phone. You can um, sign in and and go to ARC Family Church, and there's a Give button that has all those there. 
um, AntiochSpeaks.com. Uh, we're going to put out probably in, in uh, 2024, eight episodes a month. Um, that's, you know, two a week at least. We're going to try. Um, this is going to bring to you news, um, things that are going on uh, in the government, in Israel, things like that. Uh, we'll talk about different discussions, uh, challenges that Christians have, different topics, like celebrating holidays and stuff like that that you hear after you've gotten saved, you plugged into the fellowship and you started doing different things you start getting into these small discussions about is this okay or is a bunny rabbit this and that and Antioch speaks uh, likes to talk about all that stuff uh, as well as we study the Bible and other different theology um, of of in this uh, you have a website as well AntiochSpeaks.com where there's blogging is different points of view there's a lot of writing a daily devotional uh, that's AntiochSpeaks.com um, this is something that can be fully funded for about two thousand dollars a month. Victory Drive Live on Saturday nights is going on Facebook right now. Um, it's about an hour, two-hour episode once a week. That's four, uh, as well as a podcast on YouTube. Uh, and $500 a month would take care of all of the artwork, all of the different subscriptions, um, and everything like that. We have future ambitions. Um, ARC family needs a new building. Uh, we have had new members every week with new families, and we need more space. Some of the additions we have attempted on our current property are not realistic reasonable or sustainable arc needs more space victory drive would also like to begin training our participants for work uh, parenting if they get their children back rebuilding broken relationships uh, from different abuses or different uh, uh, problems with addiction money stuff like that we also want to provide education and training to the current counselors for more certifications and to prove the lives and uh, of the addicts and the victims of abuse that we have. Um, and we would also like to be available more days than just Thursday. Uh, Hands and Feet would like to have more weekends than just one Saturday a month. Uh, and we'd like to have more teams going out so that we can hit a whole lot of different areas of time. AntiochSpeaks.com would like to serve more people by getting to more platforms. In order for us to go live on Instagram, we need followers. Um, so, And we need a permanent space for if people want to join us. Uh, visit us, anything like that. Through the Church Center app, GoFundMe, and Venmo, you can partner up with the, all these ministries. If you believe in the work we are doing, you feel led, you can visit us anytime, 6835 Victory Drive in Woodstock. You can contact us at AntiochSpeaks, dot, I mean, AntiochSpeaks at gmail.com or through the Church Center app. Thank you so much for your time and continue to enjoy our free content.